0: Ladies and gents, welcome to episode 41 of Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour. I'm in my pyjamas, in my bed, well not in my bed because it's too fucking hot for that shit. I'm on my bed and in this virtual parlour of awesomeness that's not really a parlour. It's technically just the internet. Uh, At the other end of this internet thing, I don't know how the internet works. Anyway, rambling. Is my good friend, comic creating guy slash custom action figure making man, delightful bastard gent. Joe. Hello, Joe.
1: Hello. I like this, uh, The Bastard Gent. I'm going to keep that.
0: <laughs> delightful. I'm, I'm not sure about
1: delightful. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'm delightful. That's why I'm not sure about keeping that part.
0: I think you're delightful. Oh. Well, unless, yes, I don't know, nice. unless people say things that, about Mad Max Fury Road and then you get quite angry. I've noticed. I like Mad Max Fury Road. No, I know, you did. What I'm saying is when it's people. favourite film? Like this it's really millennium? It's good, isn't it? I had a bit I of a. I will go back to talking about you in a minute. I'm already on a tangent, but I had a bit of an argument with a lady at work the other day who reckons it's one of the worst films ever made. Uh, and I was like, you, madam, are completely wrong and fuck off at my life. But she didn't because, you know, we work in the same office.
1: <sighs> yeah. That, that, that. No, you have to remember that opinions are like assholes. Everyone <laughs> has one and they're all full of shit.
0: <laughs> I would say that, but this is a this is a show in which I just air my opinions to everyone. So I can't I can't really get cross at other people having them. But, um,
1: yeah, but you have to listen to them from this side.
0: Yeah. Well, the worst part was is that she thought she was going to see Magic Mike. And, uh, and when they got there, her friend was like, You realise this is Mad Max? Yeah. And she was like, Ooh, I wanted to see some topless Channing Tatum. So, uh,
1: I don't know. Well, apparently, Mad, um, not Mad Max, Mad Max is brilliant. But, Magic Mike, a lot of people have been complaining because the girls were going to see it with like for the shirtlessness, and there's not a lot of it. Apparently, it's quite a good film about people not knowing what they're doing with their lives. So, I
0: haven't seen it but. I was going to say I heard the first one was quite good in a dramatic sense but I've heard that the second one is just basically a load of stripping and no actual plot but part of me kind of wants to see it now because I'm aware that Donald Glover's in it and I'm kind of in love with him so you know there's that
1: I don't know Donald Glover he? is he is he a stripper is Spider-Man Jr. a stripper <laughs> uh,
0: yes I don't know I haven't seen it but I'm going to assume yes I mean surely every bloke in that film's a stripper I don't know
1: it's like a, it's like less moral Morales. Just...
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, back to you. Hey. Hi.
1: Yeah, sorry. Off. Mad Max sends me off. <laughs> oh, yes. Hi. Yes. Thank you for having me, by the way. That's uh, all right. I know saying I'll do it for a while, and then it just never happened.
0: I know. And now but, it has. But now our schedules have combined into this glorious, what I hope will be a glorious slice of madness. I'm doing lots of arm gestures I've noticed and I, like none of you can see them and also it's just relentlessly shaking my microphones. So it's probably causing all sorts of audio issues. <laughs> Whoops. I'll stop that. So, hey, how do you realise that making custom figures is a thing that you can do?
1: It, it was very much accidental. I um, It's, it's very strange because I used to all be about drawing comics and comics and comics and comics and then the figure thing kind of came about about five years ago like properly. Mm-hmm. It was mostly I, I, was, I used to I'd collect lots of toys because so I'm a grown man and grown men collect toys action figures not dolls actually I've started making dolls now so I can't even argue against that but long story short is I, I just wanted to make figures that you couldn't get mm-hmm. and so I started you know doing these Marvel zombies I first started doing so that's how long ago it was and um, I joined a page on uh, I can't remember who invited me There's a page on Facebook. There's quite a few of them, it turns out. And they, it's just, they, they, we can trade and get second-hand action figures quite cheap. And so I joined, and I was like, I was asking for some bits, and they, they were coming through quite cheap. And some, one of the guys on there was like, so do you, do you make your own then? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, have you put any up? And I was like, no, no, you know, they're just for me. And he's like, should put them up, people might be a bit interested. And I was like, okay. So I posted these up, and straight away, they were like, how much do you want for them? And I was like, I don't know. How much do you want to give me for them? <laughs> You know, people started making you offers, and kind of, it kind of blossomed from there. It's, it's really is since I've got an internet presence. Because I mean, when I first started doing these, it's definitely more than five years ago. Because I had them it was on a MySpace profile.
0: Oh, that's where I first put my
1: fingers up. Um, I think my myself, my MySpace profile's still out there somewhere in the in the <laughs> digital ether, wherever it exists.
0: I'm but... pretty sure I've still got a live journal, guys.
1: Wow. I
0: oh, know. Well, I can't imagine happens? the angst that's in there. <laughs>
1: When I opened this Skype up again, because obviously I had an account from way back when, it was still attached to my old MSN Messenger profile. So I'm like, I don't know any of these people. They're mental. So yeah, the the biggest thing sort of came about mostly with the the digital age of social media. So I didn't realise there was as much of a as a as a want for them as there is. So um people started asking me to make them and then I started just making them more to see if how many people would buy them if mean, it could be an actual thing and it seems to be I mean uh I, I have to take a list now every month because I can only take so many figures on and Ooh. uh got one going at the minute I've got I've just I think I've got a space left if anyone wants to figure I've got one going off to uh New York I've got one going off to oh, I've got, uh Puerto Rico so like I've, I've gone global now apparently as well which is uh quite crazy yeah. and people are like seeming to to look for me and stuff. So, how,
0: how did you realise you were good at that though? Because I can't, like, I'm shit at crafts. Anything arts and crafts, basically, I can't do it. And uh, I would imagine that's the kind of thing I would try to do once. In fact, I did try and do it once. I tried to make a Barbie doll into a Miss Marvel doll because I was like, there's no Miss Marvel stuff and everybody sucks and ah. And just trying to make that leotard almost made me want to cut a bitch. Like, <laughs> cut a bitch. <laughs> um,. <laughs>
1: I'd like to say, oh yeah, it was it was easy and everything from the start. But it 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 was just. I mean, I think I I made my first custom figure when I must have been about five or six, and it's not an impressive thing. It was I was going through um this is years ago now. I found a box full of all my old Ghostbusters figures, and um it was a, a uh, Janine Melnitz, and she'd been wrapped in chewing gum because I couldn't find any slime. So I count that as my first custom figure.
0: Oh, that's so, adorable. Putting
1: putting chewing gum on an action figure apparently counts. I remember making a, a Deadpool because it was when Poundland was like new and they had Iron Man figures and they had a blizzard and it was quite big. I tried to pack it up like Deadpool because no one knew who Deadpool was and I didn't think you could. I mean there were Deadpool figures, I just, you couldn't find them because people knew about Deadpool and had already bought them because they were you know 30 year old men that could get to the shops before kids. And now I do that to other kids so it's, it's a circle of life. <laughs> it really lies tragically in Warhammer. My mate Chris Cox got me into Warhammer when I was about 11 or 12 and it's um. I really think it's a, it's a horrible addiction that people should uh, take as seriously as drug or alcohol abuse it's a terrible thing and it costs possibly as much money but um I'm out and clean but I used to love and I still kind of do like the painting and making the armies and I always wanted to make my own figures and they had this sculpty stuff called green stuff and I remember I tried to make my first one and it was just it was a bag of shit <laughs> it was terrible it was this it was only a you know it was like a, a two centimetre tall model and it was just fucking dire it looks anyway I, I did it for 15 years and that's how you learn to sculpt you uh-huh. spend all of your pocket money on toy soldiers that you end up shooting to bits with a BB gun when you hit about 18 anyway and then feeling <laughs> regretful as you get back into it in a midlife crisis at 20 and then and yeah yeah, my midlife crisis was at 20 I've only got 10 years left if I'm good.
0: <laughs> are, you tri- are you purposefully trying to die in 10 years or is it like no okay
1: no I don't, I don't think I've got any bets
0: well so so if you live past that then I guess that's like bonus years
1: yeah, it is. It's after credit scenes there. Guess, yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm so jealous of anybody who's any good at anything like that. But it also makes me a little bit cross when I see people like you, because you're figured like, I've seen them on Facebook and stuff, and if I could afford to throw money at you for them, I definitely would. But I'm poor. Like it makes me sad When I see some actual figures In the shops That look really fucking subpar Like that makes me really cross I can't remember which one I was looking at the other day But I was Me and Rich were in Forbidden Planet And I was looking at some figure And I was like It doesn't even fucking look like him And it was making me really mad And then I see some of your figures And I'm like Why aren't you getting paid Paid to do things Properly Well
1: I am I am getting paid to do things. And I think the, the, the other big difference is obviously a lot of figures are mass produced, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it only has to hit a certain standards. And at the end of the day, the actual figures are oh, really poor kids. Well, I know I like, I still buy them in that, but I never leave anything in a box. I'm, I'm really sacrilegious with mine. And obviously I chop them all up, but it's only got to hit that level. But if someone's at the collector level, when you're buying, you know, the hot toys and the big guns. Then um, then they really do need to be up to scratch. Did something just make a weird blonk blonk noise then?
0: Yeah, it did. It wasn't me though, so I don't know what happened yeah, there. I
1: don't know. Hang on. I'll push on my connector see if it was it. A... I don't know. I ain't got anything else open. Anyway.
0: <laughs> anyway.
1: I'm scared of technology. It's, got, it's all Skynet to me.
0: <laughs> Speaking of, I hear you've seen Terminator Genosis, Genocide, Gen- Genocide. Look like what the whatever the fuck. <laughs>
1: Yes, right. Terrible title. Well, I, and I, I think I'm like I'm one of about four people on the globe that liked it. I really
0: enjoyed. <laughs> it. I uh, I have n- zero interest in it. Mostly because I feel like the trailer told me all I needed to know.
1: Well, that's the thing. Because a lot of people are like, oh, you're only about the third trailer with the the John Connor trailer.
0: Yeah, basically. <laughs> Spoiler warning. because the only thing it anyway. doesn't show you is who who Matt Smith is. But I've got a feeling I know anyway. So I don't know anyway. Carry on. Anyway, Yeah, I don't,
1: even, I don't really have much to say about it. Like, you should, I, I say go and see it, you know, because I went in, and honestly, I thought it was going to be terrible. I've become a cynic. People point this out to me like that. No, you think everything's going to be terrible, and I was like, yeah, but this way I get a reward. If I think it's terrible and I go and see it and I enjoy it, then I've won. If I go and see it and it's terrible and I said it's going to be terrible, then I've proved myself right. So I come exactly. out and tell either way. Exactly.
0: Win-win. Pessimism. But yeah, so I
1: went in. I thought it was going to be terrible. And apart from Joy Courtney, who just is just, oh, my God, I can't even. Don't he's, start me on that guy who he's who's like He's, he's meant to be Michael Bean's Kyle Reese. And Kyle, Michael Bean is a badass. Like, back in the day, I love Michael Bean. It's like, don't Freudian you think thing.
0: back in the day, like, he would have made a really good John Constantine? Like, really good. He would have,
1: because he was nearly Spider Man, wasn't he? The whole before, at one point, with James Cameron's Spider Man. And uh, I'd have bought him as, like, you know, the TV series. Sort of. Yeah. He's married and it's now it's sort of a teacherish Spider Man that age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sadly, he just, he was never really. I mean, he was in The Rock. I love The Rock, but that was. 15 years ago now. More?
0: <laughs> Possibly 20 more. years ago?
1: 20, 90, yeah. Uh, uh, too long ago, anyway. But, yes, Joy Courtney's now Michael Biehn, and I just... No, this guy's like the Taylor Kitsch of modern movies. He's just, if he touches anything, it generally turns to crap.
0: I um, like Taylor Kitsch. I've only seen him in one thing, though.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying... Not necessarily that he's bad, but so much as any film that he's in, it just it just bombs. I mean... I can't really blame him for Wolverine Origins, but
0: I liked he was him in it. it. I liked him. I didn't in mind
1: him as Gambit actually. He was
0: an alright um, Gambit, I thought.
1: Yeah, no, he was. You know, but that means Gambit's like sixty or something now in modern time. So I've gone off on one anyway. The film's good. I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. The first hour was really good. Arnie's amazing. I don't know. I think people were hoping they'd get Terminator Two again, and that's never going to happen. This obviously.
0: Mm-hmm. If if I went to see it. Do I need to try not to think about logical timey woiness because I think the problem I've had with a lot of Terminator stuff is that I feel like we've gone so all over the timeline I haven't got a fucking clue what's actually happened that, now
1: That's slightly addressed in this the fact that things have changed to the point where the characters acknowledge <laughs> that they don't know what's going on or why it is the way it is so mm-hmm. it, it's it's kind of it's a bit in the face and maybe nearly fourth wall about it It's not too bad i think the problem is a lot of time travel stuff gets caught up in itself except for like i think the most simple time travel films are not only the best films but they have the most you know the, the best logic if there's logic to time travel like back to the future it was pretty simple and bill and ted is the best time travel movie <laughs> of all time for me and it makes sense you know the, the whole remember a trash can and that works i can get my head around that so i don't even know i've had a point to all this i just i just miss bill and ted
0: Uh, have you been reading the new comics
1: i didn't even know there were new there were bill and ted comics
0: yeah there are bill and ted comics
1: i'm slipping in my old age i had no (laughs) idea
0: i uh i read issue one but unfortunately i had to i had to drop it because i literally have not seen bill and ted since i was about 10 and this this picks up pretty much where the movies like drop off and i had like i couldn't remember literally anything about any of the movies my memory's Shockingly bad anyway So it was just like I had no I had no clue What was going on And I thought Can I really be bothered To get hold of Bill and Ted And watch it And then start reading comics <laughs> You should be bothered Oh I mean, it's not
1: It can't be more. I bet they're in like The two four, four Four for ten quid Or whatever Bucket at the minute
0: Bill and Ted
1: Me and my sister Like watch Bill and Ted Like once every year
0: Oh you oh. saw a bit of one A couple of Christmases ago But we caught it right at the end Ah And I don't
1: yeah, it yeah, wouldn't have there's...
0: been a longer film though. uh Yeah, the the comic didn't seem bad though, if that makes sense. Like, I, I feel like I would have enjoyed it if I knew what was going on. You
1: knew what was happening. Yeah. Well, then it's exactly like going into a Terminator film
0: then. <laughs> See, that's <laughs> I'm the sure problem. you'd
1: enjoy it if you knew what was happening.
0: Yeah. The the problem is for me is that I always feel like I sort of know what's happening in a Terminator movie until about ten minutes in, and then I'm like, no, already, I'm fucked. Like, what's? I remember watching uh, Terminator Salvation, which may as well just be called Terminator Batman. Uh, yeah that
1: voice wow
0: that voice and I liked him as John Connor too like I I don't know that movie was just like there was so much wrong with that and not just like not just plot wise and stuff like there was just stupid shit happening on screen that I just couldn't get behind I don't know I think I kind of gave up on Terminator a little bit
1: it wasn't really Salvation's a weird ground for me because like I I like post-apocalyptic films and it wasn't the Terminator—it didn't look like Terminator. Like the skies weren't mm. the right colors, and the guns weren't shooting paper lasers, and people weren't starving and run underground in cities enough. So it, it wasn't a Terminator apocalypse for me, mm. but it was a cool-looking apocalypse. So I kind of—I I kind of liked that. But then I realised I distanced myself and tricked myself into not thinking it's a Terminator film, and then Terminator being a sort of. Really throw me off, and I was like, "So they're just using like four sixteens and M fours on Terminators, and, and they work in the in the future, but but not the past." And I, just,
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> I still think like it's definitely better than Terminator Three.
1: I, I completely agree, I'm but so I bad. think
0: like that that movie, like the instant that 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 one Terminator tits. Got bigger for no reason. Like I was like, why? For a start, you're a robot. Why have you made one with tits? Like it doesn't make a lot of sense. (laughs) And then, and then it's not even Austin Powers. Yeah, it's not like they were like gun tits or anything. They were just tits. But then the worst part about it is that you would think, oh, maybe they're there to, I don't know, like act as a distraction to people, like, and that's the reason they get bigger. But nobody ever fucking addresses that. Like literally, nobody goes, whoa, look at her rack or anything like gross. So it's completely pointless. Well, because
1: it's in the scene where a policeman stops doesn't he? But I'm like, it's the only policeman. You're a Terminator, wouldn't you just kill him rather than? Yeah. Try, I just, ah, yeah.
0: He's so, terrible. Let's, let's yeah. No. <laughs> the less no. we talk about that movie, the better.
1: True. The, the, I think the biggest problem with Terminator: Genesis and, and and any other film that's come out this year is that Mad Max has killed the summer film. Eh? Like I don't think anything's going to top it, mm. and nothing has yet. That's what yeah. me, like i, I got to be honest. man. Mad Max like crapped all over Avengers with me. I like, I didn't. Give yeah, a- I think so too. I
0: I've already talked about Avengers on lots of episodes of this, but I will say again. I came out of that film feeling really weird because. Overall, I enjoyed it, but there was a lot wrong with it in terms of little bits and character. There wasn't a lot of character moments and it was a bit too video gamey for me. Which is funny when you consider how much I love Mad Max because that is just like a Look at a movie where a load of cars crash a lot in the desert. <laughs> but it's so oh it's so fucking perfect.
1: No, but Mad Max Mad Max is layered. Like I really think everyone's like oh, enough story and I'm like, oh what was the thing with the like there are enough subtle hints in everything that's done and said for you to work it out for yourself. It's mm-hmm good old-fashioned visual storytelling. It doesn't force-feed you rubbish exposition. Yep. You don't have any of those awkward scenes that slow the film down. I mean, the slowest film is where, like just a woman having a breakdown because her whole life has just been for nothing, apparently. And that lasts maybe 10 minutes, and then it's back to the cool stuff.
0: The thing that ma- that I was like really lauding about Mad Max, and this is going to bring me on to a comic that made me so fucking super cross that I, w- I won't be able to contain myself with all the swears. The thing I loved about it was it, it, it told you a lot of stuff without showing it to you necessarily yeah, on screen that yeah. you believe that it happened. So, like, you knew that what had happened to those wives was fucking terrible just by the way they behaved around each other and how protective they were of each other and the fact that they were taking their lives in their, into their own hands, like, trying to escape. You didn't need to see any women getting the shit kicked out of them or being raped yeah, or anything like that real, on yeah, screen. Li-
1: little subtle nods like um, Transformers Girl, whose name I can't remember. You know, the the And the, the, the yeah. oh. Arya character's name is- mm. Well, Rosie Huntington thingy, Mrs. Statham. She's got a few, like, just a few little scars around the side of her face, and it's like, that's just enough. Yeah. I, I noticed that, like, maybe on the second or third or fourth viewing. I went a lot, man. Did, um,
0: did you happen to have you happened to read any of the comic tines?
1: I've read all the comic tines. I've bought the uh, just the covers gallery, I've bought the, the art of. Been making Mad Max in every size from Lego to 12 inch. I'm, I'm <laughs> completely obsessed with this film. I haven't been like this since I saw like Ghostbusters as a Turtle. Ghostbusters as a Turtle. You know, what? that sums it up even better than it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is, I've sort of resorted to, to my eight year old self, but with, um, with, 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 a uh, I I can reach the high shelves in Toys R Us now, so I have an advantage. <laughs>
0: Because I picked up, and this is where I'm going to get all over my high horse, uh, I picked up the Furiosa issue. Uh, Now, I don't know if this is because I'm a woman, but I read this book and got so insanely cross. Because it feels to me like, when making the comics, George Miller gave a bunch of different people a little bit of story and said, right, these wives had a really shit time of it. There you go, make a book. And what I got was the thing that I loved so much about the movie, about the fact that it it didn't resort to just showing you women being beaten up or whatever for your entertainment. This comic took all of that and took a massive fucking steaming diary of shit on it. And it just went, do you know what? Here's a rape. Here's a beating. Here's another rape. Here's an attempted... Coat hanger abortion. Here's yeah, Fi- hang her abortion. like here's <laughs> Furiosa coming in and slapping a bitch because she's like, do you know what? You should be lucky that you've got a roof over your head and water. And shit no, they should not consider themselves like, oh, do you know what? I'll just take this beating because at least I've got a house. No, all the worlds of no. It made me so cross. Like if I'd have had a physical copy of that and it wasn't like a digital copy on my iPad, I'd have probably thrown it out the window and burnt it.
1: Wow! See, this is why I don't have a Kindle. I, 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 uh, I have a habit of like throwing books at walls and stuff, so I can't <laughs> afford a Kindle. I, when I when I read The Red Wedding, that went straight up a window. I read what? another book, and I hated the end so much, I held the book into the and My mate was like, "I was going to borrow that afterwards." <laughs> but
0: <laughs> and you went to swim it and get it.
1: <laughs> but no, I just left it, man. He can get there. He can just. Anyway, I, I think I'm not going to defend it. But I'm, 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 I'm kind of glad it exists just because it's another Mad Max comic and anything that can give me more about this movie I like. My biggest qualm was it was not so much that it was, it was stuff you, you definitely worked out for yourself. It's stuff that really didn't need to be shown. Yeah, it didn't add itself. anything. Yeah. I just, it bugged me that it was called, it was the Furiosa title because I really think it was not a Furious
0: no, it was, cycle. it was definitely
1: about the wives. It was yeah, and I was like, because uh, my biggest dread when I knew they would, everyone was getting their own, who was getting their own issues. was that we were going to find out how Furiosa lost her arm, and I didn't want to know, man. It's like Boba Fett. Yeah, I don't, don't want to. You need the mystery, you know. Something's happened. You know, it's probably immortal Joe's fault, but that's that's enough. I like I like a bit of the mystery. Mm-hmm. Like say, I've, I've had all of them. the uh, The Nooks one was kind of just short, and yeah, I don't know if you if you read them all or just
0: um, no. I've I've, I think I've read. What was the first one? Was the first one in Morton Joe?
1: The Morton Joe and Nooks was the first one.
0: I read yeah. that one then, and I've read Furiosa, and then I haven't been to touching any more because I think. Well,
1: there's only two more, Max and Max.
0: Um, see, I think I was happy not knowing. I think I liked the mystery. And I think. And it's not just me, because I am a bit of a feminist, but it's not. It's I didn't really like the, the Morton Joe and Nooks ones, really, because I feel like I knew enough about them from the movies, from what the movie told me. I don't, I, don't, I don't feel like it added anything for me, so it was just, like, a waste of 20 minutes. Well, <laughs> mm. oh, no, like,
1: the Nooks one, I really will give you that. Like, the Nooks one really is. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter.
0: No one cares.
1: Um, I oh, know. No, 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 I didn't like him in the film. I did, man. I think Nicholas Holt, like, that kid's come far, man.
0: Yeah, he was fantastic, because I know big, big Rich was... Rich was concerned about him because he really doesn't like him in, like, anything he's ever seen him in. So he was like, oh, I hope he doesn't ruin the film for me. And then we both came out and we were like, oh, oh, amazing. <laughs> in, in fact, the only the only issue me both me and Rich had was we thought Tom Hardy was a bit hammy at times, but I'll let him off.
1: Uh, is there someone playing a drum near you, by the way? Hey? Is there someone, like, playing a drum or something near you? <laughs>
0: no, I just moved my mic. It might have been the stand. Yeah, I
1: thought, I thought it was getting some <laughs> like back. I thought it was the... Uh... Oh, man, I can't remember what it's called. The the, the, the wagon with all the drums and the guitar, on. The dupe wagon.
0: It's coming. Oh, amazing.
1: Like, and Tom Hardy, I, I love Tom Hardy in this. I, I do. And I think he's really undercredited from how much he does with so little. In Like, my favourite moment in the whole film is when he just sticks his thumb up to her after she saves his life, just out the window. I think that's my favourite moment in the whole movie, because it just reminded me of Mel Gibson as well. But he does his Bane voice again. It happens every film he does. Mm-hmm. That bit when he starts going on about hope and hope. Oh, work a stroke. And you're like, you "Oh, man, it
0: is again." That's that was the thing that that pissed me and Rich off because we were like, I feel like he's really chewing the scenery, and it's just because of his accent that he was choosing to mm. use. Very bizarre. Oh, film's good though, eh?
1: Yeah, and just so much more when he's not talking. Like Mad Max shouldn't talk. He had like 14 or 17 lines in the second film, which is which was the best one. The new one's the best one now.
0: I've not seen any of the previous ones.
1: Watch The Road Warrior, the second one. It's brilliant. It's essentially what this film is, what they based it on. And it's what, without The Road Warrior, we wouldn't have got like Terminator or the first Terminator. So many directors and people always say that like The Road Warrior was the one. And the, the, the other good thing, that's probably why it doesn't matter that you haven't read the Mad Max comic, but the one thing he did in The Mad Max comic, which is the thing I really wanted him to do, was he tied every single film and the new one together into a comprehensive. It makes sense now. The continuity lines up
0: oh. without
1: having to do a days of future past thing.
0: So, is he actually Max? Because I know a lot of he people is. were saying that he's not Max because he's too young. But he could be a dude that some that he gave a jacket to in one of the old movies? Question mark Never seen it. Don't know.
1: In the second film, he raises a feral kid. Like, there's a feral kid that, mm-hmm. that goes becomes a leader. Eventually, it says in like the, the the thing at the end. A lot of people think that he could be the feral kid grown up. He is. He's definitely, he's Mel Gibson. He's one and the same. Cause people don't realize Mel Gibson was like super young when he was, when he was in Mad Max 1, I think he was 21. Oh. And Mad Max 2 was like two years later. Uh, so by Thunderdome, he was only in his mid, sort of like 20s, a bit younger than us by Thunderdome. And I'm not, and uh, they, they've given him, like they put white in his hair cause he was meant to be out in the apocalypse and looked a bit older and a bit more haggard. But if you, if we don't take, obviously 30 years hasn't passed chronologically in the film universe. So if only about, I did the math the other day, working it out. And if Furiosa's like in her late twenties now, Max is in his early forties. I know Charlize Theron's in her forties now, but I figured she might be playing younger because she said mm-hmm. she's gone seven thousand days, which is like twenty. 20- yeah, I've really read into this, by the way, which is like twenty <laughs> years. And I figured they would have taken her when she was a kid, not when she would have grown up. So that puts her in her twenties ish. Mm-hmm. So if she's younger than him, it does all make sense. It's it's all fine. Just watch the film. People I haven't seen it. I've got, I'll stop talking right now. We'll just talk about Mad Max for an hour and a half or whatever happily. <laughs> so cool. we'll have to talk about something else. So I know I am just rambling on now because I really love this film.
0: Don't, like anybody who doesn't is mental, as far as I am concerned.
1: <laughs> I don't mind if people don't think it's the greatest, most epic, you know, film of all time. As long as they can just say, "Yeah, it is fun, and it is awesome, and it looks so pretty."
0: What made me really cross uh, with this lady at work? I had a bit of an argument with was the fact that she was trying to say, "Oh, and the special effects like everything's just too CGI heavy now." And I was like, "You fucking you twat!" Yeah. Like, like ninety nine percent of that is practical effects. I oh,
1: know George Miller wanted to film in an actual sandstorm instead of doing the CGI one.
0: Isn't he bananas? And they're like, <laughs>
1: George, you can't do that. It's like, why? It's like people will die. Yeah,
0: George. we we might die. I imagine it probably wouldn't be good for the uh, camera equipment either.
1: Yeah, I think when you've got your priorities <laughs> in order, though, the poor is well, yeah. getting sucked off the motorbikes, <laughs> uh, there's going to be a bigger insurance problem than yeah, the cameras right. getting busted up.
0: Oh, right, there is that. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Do you know what? I could talk about this movie for three years as well. So let's move on. Yeah, um, go. while we're talking about like big blockbusty things, I saw Jurassic World last night.
1: At last.
0: Yeah. And, and... Uh, it's
1: all right. I, I, it's not Mad <laughs>
0: Max. <laughs> um, I right. I've got... Like, over. It, I did like bits of it. Uh, it was too long. There was a lot of unnecessary garbage in there that wasn't dinosaurs eating people, which made me cross. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, like, agree. for example, my biggest glaring example of this is... Right, spoilers, guys. This film follows two kids who go and visit their auntie who works at Jurassic World. I assume this is set a tiny bit in the future, because nobody is seems... 20, is it 20 years?
1: It's set 22 years after the original, which is now it's obviously an alternate reality. Yeah, I
0: was gonna cause, say, because they have technology that we just really don't have.
1: What, like, like a Jimmy Kimmel talk to you transporter <laughs> pod?
0: Um, that man. So it follows these two kids around who've gone to visit their auntie who works there and she's a bit shit because she's not paying any attention to them until a giant dinosaur, what they've created out bits of other dinosaurs and other animals as well, because dinosaurs are apparently boring there and we need new ones, escapes from its paddock and then she's like, Oh shit, my nephews and then all hell breaks loose and blah blah blah. There is a scene in this film which literally comes to nothing and it is when the two boys are on like a monorail, they've like I,
1: I know exactly what you're gonna say. Yeah,
0: they've like <laughs> they've like, like run away from I the agree. The assistant woman that, that was watching over him. And uh, and the one kid just starts crying. And the, the older kid's like, what's going on here? And he's like, I think mom and dad are getting a divorce because I've seen these letters from solicitors and their divorce lawyers. Weep, weep. And the, the older kid's like, oh, fuck off. Yeah. Literally comes you know, to nothing. The older
1: kid says exactly what the audience says at this point.
0: It's just it, like it literally at the end of that movie, their parents come in and hug them because they haven't been eaten by a dinosaur. The end. And I was like, what? What was the point of all that that divorce talk nonsense? If if the parents are either not going to divorce at the end, or if they're gonna like reconcile and be like, oh god, yeah, so glad I, our kids I, are I, okay, let's be a family still, even though we I don't love we each have... other. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think if you had more build-up with the family, Mm. it would have made more sense. But I don't want the build-up with the family. I didn't even really want the family. I just... There there were two kids in it because there were two kids in the first one, and the first one's what we're we're chasing after here. Yeah. I I, I think when it realised, let's just make a a monster movie with dinosaurs, is when it really came into becoming a good film. Mm. The problem is they kept trying to recapture the magic of the first one occasionally, and you're never going to do that. The first time anyone sees a dinosaur in a film properly is when they see Jurassic Park. And everyone's seen Jurassic Park, which is why we see Jurassic World. So when they start playing the theme, and I love the theme tune, and it comes in and it's like it goes ready and he, the kid runs over and he pulls over the curtain and it's like, duh, da da da. There's a load of buildings and no dinosaurs. Yeah. Seriously, That made me really cross. There's just like, like a like,
0: pyramid in the middle. You're like, I do yeah, not care and about this. Man, show us some fucking anything. <laughs> and the- any of them. <laughs> if you play the music, it's good the the other thing that that was really bothering me because it, it you you go like 40 minutes without seeing a fucking dinosaur which drove me mad i was like come the fuck on like i saw one's eye and i maybe saw a baby stegosaurus or something that apparently little kids are allowed to ride question mark i, I,
1: I was so jealous of the kids that ride. was
0: adorable that was adorable i
1: were always my favorite and i'm just like you little bastard you do good you got
0: it but it's um i think the difficulty for me, and this is just me in my own head, and it's not really the fault of the movie, was they kept trying to convince us that they needed to create the Indominus Rex because dinosaurs were getting boring because people have seen them all yeah. before. But then oh, every that... dinosaur anyone was looking at, they were like, ooh, wow, nobody seemed bored by regular dinosaurs, guys, no one.
1: <laughs> I just, it's just like when the, the, the weird Storky brother that thinks...
0: That he just Why does he always out? stare at girls? Just looking at pictures of girls on he's, his phone. What the? He's fuck? a
1: sociopath. He's got a girlfriend already as well. He's going to so be like, a
0: murderer when he grows up. It's, it's just and the fact like he's texting you you're like, dude, there's a fucking dinosaur right there. At least look at it. Yeah, I can't. I cannot envision a world where we're all so jaded that we go to a dinosaur park and go. <sighs> I wish there was something that's slightly that's bigger, like, or I wish there was a T-Rex with slightly longer arms. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's so many species that are cool, and they, the Jurassic Park people haven't even reached into the cooler dinosaurs franchises yet. Mm. Like, there's a thing out there called a Therizinosaurus. I probably don't know if I've got the name right, but its name means side lizard. This thing was a plant eater that had, like, giant, and I mean giant, middle claws on its hand, like freaking Wolverine, <laughs> this thing was. And it was a plant eater, and um, they've only, like, found its arms now, that, and it's like, like a big gallimimus with giant Wolverine hands, and I'm like, <laughs> that thing is cool. But no, like you said, we've got T Rex with arms. And what that gets talk to the raptors?
0: What really gets me as well is if this is set twenty-two years after the first incident. I'm going to assume yeah. then that the um that it took a while to get the park back up and running and completely safe. So they're only going to be actually running with tourists for like maybe 10 years tops fifteen yeah. maybe so in that yeah. time like they're saying that people are going to get bored of dinosaurs in that time but how many people still regularly go to zoos to see a monkey or, yeah, or sea world to see a whale?
1: universal everyone still wants to see jaws pop out the water right yeah exactly I'm
0: like, I, I do not believe that if anybody went to a dinosaur park they'd get to the end of it and be like well it was cool but i wouldn't come again <laughs> like, I'm yeah, sure gonna say
1: On the other side of it though I don't have problems with the actual Genetic engineering side Because a lot of people think that's ridiculous But it's, you know, as it's been stated They've always been None of the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park are actual dinosaurs They never have been They've always had the frog DNA and stuff And
0: but, I was going to say that part didn't bother me What did crack me off yeah. was that the, the more... Why on earth would you make a dinosaur That was so ridiculous like why would you put all the most dangerous bits of every dinosaur and then all the most like camouflagey, yeah. Yeah. you know yeah. adaptive <laughs> bits of other animals just into one thing on like, yeah you're mental like just next just time give stuff. it lasers. yeah give it a tank and fucking like it was insane because <laughs> it was like a it was like a T-Rex with really so long can. arms but also it was like it could camouflage it's like chameleon-y but also it Which could look was like...
1: really cool by the way that yeah, scene it when it comes out of the tree yeah. I always really thought it was going to look like a shitty predator that was that was mint
0: it was good like i then it
1: tre- shredder.
0: <laughs> i absolutely love the dinosaurs in this because i know a lot of people were whinging about the fact that it was more cgi than it was yeah uh, like than, than jurassic park was but i think i think we're at a point now where our dinosaurs are quite good our cgi dinosaurs are quite good
1: well, well i think our cgi dinosaurs were quite good in 1992 I've got to give props. Well, yeah. Jurassic Park still has better CG than most films up until Mm -hmm. about 2010, to be honest.
0: But I know people are mourning the the loss of the practical dinosaurs. And I'm like, do you know what? I don't mind, though. Look at Blue. Just look at Blue.
1: Yeah. I'm in love with that Velociraptor. She's amazing. There you go. See, more strong females in films. (laughs) A pack of Velociraptors. All girl power.
0: Yeah, man. Indeed. Give her. And the thing is, right, this is me possibly being feminist again. Uh, you know how a lot of people were complaining about Bryce Dallas Howard Like, nobody could run away from a dinosaur in heels.
1: I think he's would run pretty fucking fast. She's, 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 <laughs>
0: she's fucking doing it, though. That's not fake running. She's running. What? She's wearing those watch... shoes and she's running so it can be done because she's. D- you're looking at her doing it mm. now. <laughs> like... Chris
1: Pratt was on some... I can't remember who's talk show we on in America, and he proved you good because he ran across the stage in heels.
0: Well, the thing oh. is, like, I could I could even, like, a little bit, I was thinking, do you know what? She's running through, like, foliage and shit. That can't be good. Mm-hmm. But I would imagine uh, if she'd have fallen over doing that scene that that would have made a blooper reel somewhere or, like, she would have probably got pretty hurt. Yeah. Like, she she was wearing those shoes the entire time they filmed it, so it obviously can be done because she she did it. Like, that was driving me mad the whole way through that everybody was so cross about it because I was like, but it's not like they CGI'd her running through... The forest, like, she, she did it, and she did it in those shoes. So just, like, shut up about it, yeah? Uh, I thought she was I, like, brilliant.
1: I, I brilliant. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, to me, is like the uh, the Ben Foster of females. Because, like, uh, Ben Foster always gets a shit rap, and you see him in something, and you're like, Ben Foster is consistently underrated. And I always think Bryce Dallas Howard is both underrated. And when she does that whole fucking, you know, I'm ready to go scene, which was mm. funny, I'm like, damn, man, she is still crazy hot. She like, is hot. I remember that was my problem with her with Spider Man three. I was like she well, should have been Mary, Mary Jane. Mary Jane's meant to, Mary Jane's meant to be the model and Gwen Stacy's just shit all over that.
0: And it just it cracks me up like, because isn't she naturally a redhead? Like she would have made a much yes. better Mary Jane from the off. Yeah. She's just. gorgeous. Yeah, I was so envious of her perfect hair and fringe. But like it did get <laughs> slightly poofy by the end of the movie but still looking pretty fit. She was also
1: uh, turning out of salvation though, so you know, you uh, gotta weigh all this up.
0: Yeah. The um, the only downsides I think about Jurassic World for me were that I didn't really care about any of the characters. Like uh, I don't think anybody no, was that's particularly not true. bad. I bet
1: I bet you got really upset when they threw blue against a wall.
0: Oh, yeah, no, that's that's true. I meant human characters. Like I wouldn't have minded if any <laughs> of them had died, including
1: What? Not Star Lord too.
0: Yeah, like like you know, they, he he did fine with what he was given, but he didn't really have much of a personality. Like I couldn't understand why the boys glommed onto him so quickly because their first exposure to him is actually Guardians of the Galaxy. They've seen this film, yeah, but they were like, "He's cool. <laughs> He's got seventies track." But the thing he that, had a mustache. The thing that made me really cross was the fact that the first time they see him, she's actually shooting a dinosaur off of him. And then they go true. Oh, true And then they pass some comment About how Oh they don't want to stick with her Because she should They want to stick with him Because he's a badass And I'm like But you just You just saw her Be awesome Get out of my face You stupid Crying Messes of children Like literally None of them I, could, like, I couldn't have cared less When D'Onofrio got munched I was like Ha 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 ha, ha Because I'm mean No
1: that's cool He meant to, <laughs> to, to, to You know He deserved that He fucked up her picture
0: <laughs> That's true, he really did. But
1: also, there's a crazy amount of Marvel people in Jurassic World. The yeah, Star-Lord, Wednesday, uh, Kingpin, uh, Star-Lord's uh, training sidekick is Bishop from X-Men. Oh, uh,
0: yeah, I knew I recognised him from somewhere.
1: Yeah, it's Bishop without the dreads and the girth, apparently, man. He looks scrawny, he's massive in Future He man.
0: does look scrawny. I thought D'Onofrio looked a lot smaller than he did as Kingpin, though.
1: Oh, that man looks different every time he changes
0: his hair. It's crazy. Rich was saying that he looked like the big boss man, which made me laugh. I always uh, forget wrestler with a who looked exactly like D'Onofrio does in that movie, <laughs> who carries a nightstick, I believe.
1: Unlike D'Onofrio. yeah. He just eating.
0: I did enjoy the film though overall, but I just I really feel like a lot of it could have been like this whole insinuation that she was a terrible aunt because she didn't want to spend time with her nephews, but she's trying to run a park where like giant carnivores could eat anyone at any given moment. I'd let she's not even very good at that either I'd let her, Yeah, but I'd let her off with being a little bit distracted uh, Also though, this movie did have Jake Johnson and Lauren Lapkus Which I can definitely accept, so that was good
1: What's she out of? I
0: Lauren Lapkus
1: She's the other computer Because the, they have that, that brilliant moment when they, you know, the, 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 the anti-romantic inclinations
0: Yeah um, she's, um, she's been in Orange is the New Black, I think oranges the new black and uh there's another thing and i've forgotten it tam
1: yeah i recognized her and i thought at first i thought she was the one out of um Nine 99 then she's not no she's... But, yeah they were great i don't think they were cool it was nice to see that he had jeff golden book on his desk as well
0: yeah adorable i am um, i really liked it i think he was the only character that I would have been that bothered about him dying but there was like other subplots that i thought were really strange like there was this whole big deal being made about that one guy being able to fly a helicopter now mm. people were getting really hit up about it like lauren lapkus's character was like isn't there anyone else who can fly this helicopter and he was like i'll be fine and just like climbs in and starts flying and and then bryce dallas Howard starts asking like who's flying the copter though and i'm like why do we care this person's inevitably gonna oh. die
1: Well, we know that the dinosaurs, because claws its own, the Indominus claws its own tracker chip, which they can shock it without. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. So why can't
1: they just shock all the pterodactyls that have?
0: Yeah, oh, I didn't get that Because there was a. As much as I quite enjoyed The scene where Pterodactyls were swooping down And grabbing people And munching them Which is pretty funny
1: It was pretty awesome Because I was like Oh, and I love Pina Colada guy The guy with the Oh,
0: he was brilliant Trying desperately To just hold to his cocktails Bless Someone
1: went as him We can't It's in one of the cost things There's a guy that's come as him He's in the Jurassic World Get And two cocktails And he's running away every photo they're taken of him
0: Oh, that's amazing That is amazing I want to be that guy's new best friend
1: um, Second best cosplay I've seen at Comic-Con ever.
0: Because me and Rich immediately went, holy shit, look at that guy trying to keep hold of his cosplay. Priorities, yeah. Love the, him.
1: The, they still, still dying. The best cosplay I've ever seen at Comic-Con was when I was in New York at New York Comic-Con last year. Sure. And there was a guy, yeah, a guy just dropped that. <laughs> there was a guy dressed as um Blaine from Predator mm-hmm. with a Tyrannosaurus ex head, though, because he was a sexual Tyrannosaurus. Oh, dear. <laughs> And I was like, that's fucking brilliant. And he was like, thank God someone got in. Like, apparently everyone wanted just been confused. And then he gave me a, he honestly gave me a back of bland chewing tobacco.
0: Nice.
1: And I was like, that's cool, man. Can you get a photo? I'll take a photo of you. <laughs> it's like one of the few dudes I took a photo off that and a guy dressed as well the fair crossing Wolverine. Because,
0: you know. That will do. Yeah, that will do.
1: So, anyway, that was a bit of a tangent.
0: Yeah. So, overall, I did enjoy Jurassic World, but it needed to be shorter and it kind of needed more dinosaurs.
1: And. Yes, yeah, well, I think. The clever thing about it is it finishes with an awesome action set piece. From the minute yeah. when the ra- raptors get released, mm-hmm. the film is amazing. Yeah. That- the raptors are awesome. Rexy is amazing. And the uh and the Randy Ortonosaurus as well. <laughs> Just out of nowhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. So good. The one thing I did find really funny though is the fact that um as soon as the Indominus was down, everyone was acting like, okay, that's fine, back back to normal, we'll set up a little this. <laughs> Where No, 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 there are still lots of dinosaurs no longer in their paddocks, like ones that eat yeah. meat,
1: i.e. you. Like these, <laughs> like, what was the plan for getting the raptors back after they got the indominus Yeah, all, well? the,
0: all the pterodactyls which were now just flying wantonly around everywhere.
1: <laughs> yeah, Ugh. globally potentially everywhere as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, it did <laughs> it. There's
1: no lid on this thing anymore, guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, yeah, I think it's definitely the second best Jurassic Park okay. movie, but that's not hard when two or three, are, two and three are pretty like gash. <laughs>
1: this, 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 I think this, maybe there's a good film. Maybe if you mix enough of two and three,
0: I think uh, if you take the bit where it's rampaging around the city out of two,
1: I hate that too. I, I really love the the middle part of three. It's like King Kong, the middle part that's set on the island is very good. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, but two different even worse for closure though. Like all the. You know, like Roland Tembo, the white hunter that they put Pete white in the second film, I thought he was a brilliant, best character, and just no payoff. Man, you two bullets. It's and, uh
0: it's weird. It felt to me with them um, with Jurassic Park, like the thing that I love about the the first Jurassic Park film is that it's actually kind of a horror movie more than it is just an action movie. Like some bits are really fucking tense and terrifying. The,
1: the kitchen scenes are made.
0: Yeah, like. That, that
1: shit girl
0: Yeah, kid. when I was younger That scared the shit out of me And the Eight bit when nine. The bit when the uh, When the water's moving In the car And you can just hear The T-Rex come in I was like proper Bricking it like someone Someone's gonna get eaten I don't wanna watch this Scared me And I don't think Any other Jurassic Park movies achieve that In any spot Really
1: Yeah The, the best jump Is in the first one as well Which is like oh Mister not I think we're back in business And then the rat Sticks its head To them pipe,, <laughs> God Still Makes me jump. That's yeah. really well. It's Spielberg on form though. Essentially, Jurassic Park is just Jaws in the jungle. Like <laughs> that is that,
0: true. It's not an insult.
1: I love Jaws. Without Jaws, we'd never have had Jurassic Park. I think Jaws and Jurassic Park are in my top ten films of all time, probably.
0: That's acceptable. Um, I can accept.
1: Probably not the top end, but. They're both in there. I think that it's just it's, it's filled by one form. It ticks in a box. It's funny and It ticks enough boxes. They're funny and it's because when I was a kid, I hated the scene. You know, when they're sitting there eating the sea bass, and it's the whole you know uh, 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 rape of the natural world scene. That whole thing.
0: Yeah,
1: I hated it when I was a kid, and it's probably my favourite scene in the film. Now it's just so well done. It's mm. just it's just a perfect film, Jurassic Park. It really is.
0: It is, isn't it? <sighs> well, uh, have you seen any other films lately that are worth uh, note?
1: Last, what, what have I seen recently? Uh, Ant Man's out this week, isn't it? Oh it yet, yeah,
0: almost. I'm going to see it on Saturday. Oh, oh, oh! Here's the thing that's happening to me on Friday. I'm going to be sick. I'm going to go and meet Kevin Eastman. I'm so going to be sick on him.
1: Oh, oh is it? Is it? Is it LFC? Whatever. It is indeed. It's, uh, in and the um, in
0: yeah, I was having a panic attack earlier today about it actually because I bought. I bought a ticket to the con, and then because I had a feeling I might chicken out of the queue to actually meet him because i get really nervous, I thought I'd buy a photo shoot with him as well, but they don't tell you at the time. Like, they don't release the schedule for the photo shoots until they know the interest, I guess. So they leave it towards, like, the end, and they released it the other day, and I had a look, and fucking... <sighs> like, my train to get home back to Birmingham was supposed to leave at 20 past 8, and his photo shoot slot is from, like, half seven till twenty two eight, and i was like i'm never gonna make it back to euston what am i gonna do and i was having a massive panic attack but it's okay i've just changed my train <laughs> yeah. crisis averted Stace. calm yourself uh yeah so now i'm terrified because i don't know what i'm gonna say to him and i might be sick um
1: have you sit? which i always mix them up and i know it's sacrilege because i love turtles is he the drawing guy or the writing guy
0: didn't they both do both
1: well, I think they've both did some of the other, but one of them has just the, the tie, this Here's my segue to get us talking about Comic Con as well. As, did you see? I can't remember if they're Eastman or Laird, but one of them has done designs for full 1-6 scale turtle figures.
0: No, I haven't, and no, I didn't know about uh, these. So.
1: They are mental. They're like, did you ever see the? Tell me you've seen the turtles' for film concept designs that they did back in the day.
0: I think I have, yeah, but it, it would have been a while ago. I don't know if
1: you, this, this was a film. One of them was on board and the other one wasn't. And they did the designs. Uh, Donatello had gone blind. <laughs> uh, and he had, he had, he had like loads of tech on his stuff. Can't say it for it. Like, you know, kind of, he kind of actually looked like the, the newest film version of Donatello. All but all got shit. But blind with telepathic powers now because of the mutation.
0: That makes sense. Michelangelo
1: taped his nunchucks to the back of his hands and he put, um, he could disguise himself like he had, a, he had a he had a machine that made him look like a human, so he could hang out and rap and skateboard with humans. Leonardo got off the best, which, which is good for me because I'm a Leo boy. Uh, Leonardo had a had like a rising sun Japanese bandana and a bow and like really samurai up. It was the one that got a good redesign. And Raphael could turn into a turtle velociraptor hybrid. Of course he Ra- could. Called Raptor Raph, and he had all pearl stripes on him. Oh my! And these figures look kind of like that. The Raphael has even got purple like scarification stripes. These things are mental. I don't know. Like on the plus side, the Donatello looks mint. I mean, I know you were Donatello's your favourite, right? Oh yes. <laughs> Donatello is without question the best one best looking one in these designs. Oh so. I'm
0: gonna have to have That's... a look at those. I was getting all sad because I saw I was following a guy whose name I temporarily forget on Twitter who um he goes by the like moniker of Captain Toy and every year for Comic Con He just goes and takes Photos of literally Every figure Statue Vinyl All, all that sort of thing Just takes And just uploads awesome. them All the following day And uh, and I was looking at um, There's some Turtle statues Based on James Jean Drawings And they are Fucking Lush But the only place I've found them In the UK At the moment Is a full set Of all four On eBay But it's like 550 quid And <laughs> no, I haven't got
1: 550 quid they're all hanging off like the sides of a bit of a great looking building.
0: Thing. Well, they're all like it's sort of indie- really,
1: really, really long bandanas.
0: Quite possibly. Like, Some, as I say, they weren't think- like hanging off the sides. and They looked to me like they were standing on top of bits that could be assembled together, so they look like they're on I, the same I, building. I think
1: that's what I mean. Like, yeah. Um,
0: oh, they're so gorgeous, and I want them.
1: I, the ones I think they are—they are amazing. Like, oh, they, um, they're so good. Also re- they also released in one-six scale. Essentially, you know the Necker towels they did?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: They're releasing them in 12 inches with two heads each, so they've got, you can have them with red bandanas or coloured bandanas.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool.
1: Except for Raphael. Raphael's only one without a bandana instead, just, you know, because it's red or red.
0: Oh, but that doesn't make any sense though, because then if you put his without a bandana face on, all the others will look stupid.
1: Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't make, that. That's I'd have done his face with him all blown up in a shredder mask, like in the, you know, in the garage. I killed your dreams as a child.
0: Oh my God, no! I did. I, um, as you probably know, when they smashed they smashed
1: Donatello's shell and turned him into a cyborg, horrific. If they did that again,
0: oh my God, can you imagine? Uh... <laughs> I have got designs on reviewing that uh, that old image stuff like very soon on podcast in a half shell. And uh, I want
1: to read. Oh, look, I like how dark it is. as a grown-up. As a child, it was traumatising.
0: Well, I was going to say, I didn't read it as a kid because I think I'd, I, I hadn't quite got into comics then because I was a bit of a latecomer to the whole comics thing because comic shops were scary to me as a small girl with no real friends or how any idea not, where did, to begin.
1: They did generally look – they were generally scary places. I didn't know into Central at least. Properly, because at least in my late teenage years. Mm. It set my mum in midfield the planet because she couldn't go in without an adult when it was in the boring and cool and awesome.
0: I remember, I have a vague recollection of going in with a friend and we were about. We were in secondary school. We would have been about like 14, 15 or something. And we both just stood there and looked at this like wall of comics and just went, no, I can't decide where to start here. And we just left because nobody looked friendly enough to approach and say, hey, what would you recommend to us randomos who don't know anything about comics like? Anyway, getting off topic there. Turtles? Yeah? I need, there's so many Turtles toys I need though So I don't know if you've seen the photographs of my mantelpiece But it's essentially like a shrine to the Turtles It's got like every version of the Turtles that I've managed to get my hands on Like just along the mantelpiece It's kind and of you, it's kind of glorious but I'm sad because they keep releasing more
1: Well, so if you're having to buy any of the Nickelodeon Turtles <laughs> Ever again or any other variants Buy the Revoltek versions and the import ones
0: they are got- all no they're all over my wish list though and i am dropping some serious 30th birthday hints for those
1: <laughs> i i can't re- I i bought them it was the, uh last day in new york and we found this little on the last day we found a shop that sold nothing but import boys all figmas revolve you know all superposable crazy japanese ones mm. the avengers stuff. So, on the last day so we all had hardly any money left we we're like mother so um but the guy's like, I've got these left from Comic-Con, but they've been displayed, so I'll have to knock them And Anyway, worked out at about $200 for the set of all four.
0: Oh, that's not bad. Which,
1: and at, at exchange rates, it was like two to one. It was crazy cheap. So that was like 100 quid. So I got them for about 25 quid each.
0: Oh, that's amazing. crazy
1: cheap, considering they're like 50, 60 quid on eBay.
0: Yeah.
1: And they are, um, they're just amazing.
0: They amazing, look wonderful. They're like, cause, I think what I like about them is... Joints. Yeah, and I think it's the fact that they've got like quite big flat feet, because <laughs> a lot of the problems that I have with a lot of my action figures is that either the feet are too small to actually hold. Like I bought um, the Marvel Legends, I think it was, Captain Marvel figure the other day, and she looks a total badass, got her out the box. Can I stand her up? Can I fuck? I've got her at the moment propped between two Turtles plushy figures because it's the only way I can get her to stand up.
1: I'll give you a flight stand. I've got a few spare ones. <laughs> but
0: that it drives me mad. Why should I have a flight stand for summer? It should be able to stand up of its own fucking accord. But she's got I these like got... mongy tiny feet that just don't make any mm. sense. I don't um, think they
1: put peg holes in the feet anymore either, do they? Like they used to back back in the day. You used to have mm-hmm. a peg holes so you could stand them on your you know, turtle lair or fire station or whatever. Yeah. I don't think they. I don't think they do them, the holes in the feet. so You can't stand them up anymore. No. And it's... again. The revolt of turtles have amazing mm-hmm. stands. It's like a fire hydrant in a different bit of uh, New York or the sewer. But it's got, even the stands got a ball jointed part, so you can pose them like kicking or punching or jumping into the air. Oh, that's and amazing. if you turn the bandanas to one side, it whites the eyes out, because you can move the you can pose the eyes like left or right, or you can go all the way and then they white out for ninja mode. Ugh. Just the coolest, coolest toys ever. And toys that are meant to be taken out of the boxes as well.
0: So. You're making me really jealous. None of my toys stay in boxes, like, ever.
1: I've like got one hanging on my wall. It's a Silver Surfer 1996 Drax the Destroyer figure. Nice. And just because I have, I have no... I only got it recently. It's just like, I have no need to open this. The, just, um,
0: the only one I've got that's un, unboxed is... No, wait. Un- no. in box it's still in its box is a plastic man figure but the actual box looks like plastic man's face and i don't want to ruin the box it looks amazing so that's just going to stay like that
1: oh, yeah one's fine one's a one-off yeah it's when you've got you know my mate Scarlett. i love her to bits but god damn it her room looks like a shop <laughs> like a back wall i've only ever seen it in photos if i tell her if i speak about this, this stuff, you know um because i'm going to tell her to listen to this a whole wall. It's like this. She says she's opening them and selling them now. But I'll believe it when I see it. She told me she's got like seventy five unopened Funkos.
0: Oh no! What and they're so good for standing up. Like they're that's, a sh- that's like a that's like a section of nostalgia. That's the planet. That is ridiculous.
1: But she is getting a uh, a Funko Furios off me. So. I bet oh, God, it. Um,
0: but it saves her a lot of time in dusting because I've got to say our action figures are. Dusty as fuck they because I just can't ugh, cleaning them. It's so much effort. Anyway, I realise we've been talking for like an hour already, and we've mentioned like about
1: anything you're waiting to talk about. Yeah,
0: like like anything. So whilst we're on the topic of uh, San Diego, which I think means whales vagina,
1: <laughs> I believe it was lost in books. Actually, <laughs> no one knows what it truly means.
0: <laughs> um, let's, <laughs> let's talk about some trailers, aye. Let's do that. Oh, no. um, I think so it's pretty good. Yeah I um, I'm going to talk about them To me In increasing levels of Cool lookingness So of the ones that I've seen I haven't managed to see yet The X-Men Apocalypse one In any sort of quality That looks Remotely good oh,
1: of it Not in a particularly good quality I'll be honest it's, um, I think Apocalypse looks a bit like Ivan Ooze From the Power Rangers <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh that's amazing
1: Someone else said it Now I can't get out of here So I'm not happy with that <laughs>
0: Well, I haven't seen that, so I can't comment on that one. Mm-hmm. So, but of the ones I have seen, Suicide Squad looks pretty boss. Um,
1: better, than I I thought it was going to be.
0: Yeah, because I I'm not like, a big fan of the I Suicide Squad bad. anyway, and I don't like Will Smith very much. So I. Not after, after, after. <laughs> there's a lot of it. Like really, aside from Independence Day and The Fresh Prince of Bel Air, like that's about it. Many back. Many back. Oh, yeah, he was all right in that. Um, and
1: Bad Boys 2. You've seen Bad Boys 2, right?
0: No, I haven't. Oh, my God. You haven't seen Bad Boys 2. I haven't seen Bad Boys.
1: Don't watch Bad Boys, watch Bad Boys 2. He's amazing. That's his last film.
0: Okay. But, yes, yeah, so I watched the trailer for this, and I was, like, genuinely amazed, because now I really want to see this film. And also, all those people getting really cross about Jared as Joker probably want to, Eat some of their words A little bit Because he looked pretty cool I mean I know you only see him Like deliver like one line Mm. But he still seemed Like suitably maniacal So that's like Fine by me
1: I'd heard a snippet Of his voice It sounded like The thing he actually said uh, Before And I really hoped It was how he was going to sound Because I think If nothing else He sounds like a Maniac
0: Yeah he really does
1: He sounds terrifying
0: that, that that's pretty much my only I said this to Rich beforehand I was like, Do you know what? Even when they released that photograph with all the tattoos and stuff, it's like I can't get behind the forehead tattoo because that's just no, fucking silly. The
1: face ones, I don't think he'd be able to I don't think the joke will be able to sit still long enough to get a tattoo.
0: Yeah, me neither. But I was like, Do you know what? I can accept it as long as A, he scares the shit out of me and B, he has a terrifying like laugh. Mm. That'll do me and uh, know, yeah, I'm from the trailer. Your-
1: I'm behind the grill as well in the teeth. I like the idea behind the grill, if it's what I think it is. If Batman's just punched his teeth in so many times, <laughs> it's replace them with metal ones to stop it happening. I kind of like that idea.
0: Me too. My mate cannot get behind that grill at all. We were, to, we were like sending little WhatsApp messages the other day, and he was like, oh, Suicide Squad looks boss. Except, you know, I still can't that grill there. <laughs> I was like, well, I can accept it. I think, got- I think it's fine.
1: The main thing the film's got going for it, from my point of view, it's David Ayer, and I love David Ayer. He's like one of my favourite filmmakers. Mm. He did, uh, End of Watch. Have you ever seen that with Jillian Hall and Michael Pena about the no, LA cops? But that's I've really it. good. That was the one that sort of got him up. He did another one called Street Kings with, um, goddamn Rob Ludlow. Slide me and my mate always quote. It's not even in the film. That's, that's got nothing to do with anything. And he did. Uh, Sabotage, which was the only one that I really liked that no one else seen. You just made
0: a just load like of films I haven't girl.
1: seen. And he did Fury, the World War Two one with the tank and Brad Pitt that was out last year. And Shia LaBeouf was good in Fury. Wow. Like, Yes, Shia LaBeouf <laughs> is really good in this film. That tells you how much David Ayer can get out of his cast. Nice. He's he's an ex. I think he's ex. He's, he's ex either Special Forces or I think it's not Special Forces. It's like uh, CIA or DEA. He, he was a cop of some sort. Mm. And then he started writing movies and he started directing them. So everything's sort of grounded in this sort of gritty, realistic, and it's all set in sort of gang culture, L.A. No matter where it's set. And I do think this Suicide Squad looks like a gang culture, L.A. Squad of bad guys. They've all got you know neck tattoos and you know. I I, I think I think it could be all right. My my the the biggest problem I have with it is you're a kid and you play a play. I'm assuming you did this even though you're a girl because you're you know cool. Um. <laughs> When you used to play in the playgrounds and stuff, you'd always be like, "Oh, I want to be Hingey, I want to be Hingey." If oh, you're playing Ghostbusters, you'd be like, "Oh, I want to be Beckman, oh, I want to be Zedmore, whatever." Mm-hmm. When I look at Suicide Squad, I still look at films like this as a grown up, and I'm like, I don't think I care if I'd want to be any of these characters. I just think they're they're like, who can you have that we're not going to need in any of our real DC movies? Because you know, the mm-hmm. biggest thing you've got apart from Joker and Batman, obviously, because Batman's in it. Is
0: uh,
1: is Deadshot? Then uh, I'm not too sure.
0: But yeah, it, this is why I've never liked The Suicide Squad as a as a comic, really, because I don't think the team's strong enough to I've hold my it, attention.
1: <laughs> yeah, I bought it on the on the newest re-release.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, not the newest, like, you know, the new New 52 or whatever. It's hard to keep track. Of. Basically, yeah. they put Deathstroke on it, and Deathstroke's my favourite DC character. So, Deathstroke was in, I was in, Deathstroke left, I dropped it. Um, Fair enough. It looks... <laughs> Can't say more than that. Joker looks cool, so that was nice. It looks... It, I, I'm going to go see it. That's not That's not even a question. It's it, It's obviously the lesser of the two DC offerings this, this weekend.
0: Yep. I was just going to say, right, so the other trailer... Well, the, one of the other two trailers I watched was the... Uh, I, know,
1: I know which one you're saving to last. So. I know. Uh,
0: Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, which is a film that I had basically zero interest in until this trailer, and now I am all the interested. So... Like, why the fuck you couldn't have tried marketing this better to begin with is a bit beyond me. Like, literally everything about this trailer, except one minor detail, is something I like. Like, I love the way that the trailer tells, like, it gives you a reason why Batman's going to be against Superman straight away. It shows you Wonder Woman in action who looks... Fucking tits Wonder Woman Yeah Yeah, She looks amazing Cannot wait for that And to all the people Who say oh, "Girl, Fuck off Yeah She looks amazing And she, she was really
1: looks like Kicking ass
0: I just... Like I oh, I just don't understand What Like where people's Complaints lie with that I think she looks wonderful The Literally the only thing I could not accept And I was laughing so hard When they saw Is The promo photo Yes Right Lex no, Luthor I don't be, mind I don't mind if he has hair. I'm not that much of a purist. So I'm like, no, Lex Luther has to be bald. But if he's gonna have hair... Why the fuck that hair?
1: Maybe that's just... a joke. Maybe that's what they'll play into it. Maybe he wears it as a wig to put people because they'll see that and then they'll think he's an idiot so they won't take him seriously.
0: <laughs> I was joking with Rich that what's going <laughs> to happen is like some sort of like eye flame laser business from Superman that's going to like fry off all of his hair and that's why he's going to hate him.
1: <laughs> so bitter.
0: Yeah. It's my hair, my luscious life. And it's
1: like his, his, free, his freeze back. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, just, 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 yeah. Because it's just the most ridiculous. Like, Jesse Eisenberg cannot pull that hair off. Nobody could pull that hair off. It's ridiculous. I was crying, laughing when I saw the photo for us. I immediately took a screenshot and sent it to my my mates because I was like, that's fucking funny. What is this dead animal on his head? Hilarious. I just, (laughs)
1: this is a bit of a segue and coming off it, but. If you want to see something, a single shot from a trailer that looks ridiculous and makes you laugh, they've just released today. I don't that you've even seen it yet. A new Fant4 stick trailer.
0: Oh, a, no, I've got literally no, no interest in Fant4 stick at all.
1: No, it's going to be, it's, I, I'm not, I could go on. I'm not. Right, I'm not even going to say it. it's, it's fucking cunt bags, It's just vile, but they've released a proper picture.
0: I saw. So I was going to say, I saw. Yeah, I saw the picture. Did you it's put it on up my, on Instagram?
1: I put it on my Instagram. Yes.
0: Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, it genuinely <gasps> looks like something from like *Son of Mask* or *Summit Terror*. Yes. Like... Yes. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> like it's really bad.
1: It's, really it's, it's everything it should be. But yes, back to. Batman versus Superman.
0: Yeah, how do you feel? Are you on board?
1: I was I sort of like I was really sort of this film could go either way. I liked Man of Steel.
0: Me too. It cool. had its flaws. It had a lot of flaws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I it had
1: it had two very good parents. I really liked both the uh both the Robin Hoods in the first one. They were great. And I liked how much Superman got to do stuff and I liked that there's repercussions of him doing stuff in this. Mm-hmm. Um in one of the panels, Snyder, I don't know if you've seen this, Zack Snyder says that they've moved Metropolis and Gotham. So they're next to each other, like it, it, in America. Right. So Metropolis is this thriving, beautiful wonder city and Gotham's like the shithole that's next to it. So if anyone does well, they just fuck off to Metropolis. So yeah, which is why Bruce Wayne's sort of in between. And it's why they can cross over quite well. Oh, and I think, I think it's a good call sense. to do that. I yeah. think I've, since they cast Affleck, I've been on board with Affleck. I like Affleck. I love the town. I think it's, an, it's one of the best point break remakes ever. I think his Batman looks like Frank Miller's Batman, and Dark Knight Returns is my favourite Batman. He's probably my favourite DC comic of all time. Dark Knight Returns is pretty untouchable to me. He's this, and he looks like the Dark Knight Returns Batman. I mean, he is fucking huge.
0: Yep. He's he is
1: bigger than Henry Cavill, and Henry Cavill like as big as Thor? What the <laughs> hell has Affleck been eating? I think he ate Matt Damon. Like <laughs> He looks unbelievable. He, he looks amazing. So many little cool nods. Like I'm assuming it's the Jason Todd Robin costume that's in the case with the Joker writing all over it. Mm-hmm. And like, if that ties anything into like Red Hood and anything like that in the future, then I'm I'm completely behind it. The the Batbuster, the preservation suit they're calling it, sorry, because it's just meant to keep him alive. Fighting man, that looks mint. Yep. The bit when he does his little pose and the lightning bolt goes behind him like Fret the Dark Knight poster, and then he does his uh. His best Arkham Asylum grappling hook shoot—it looks fucking wicked. It like,
0: really This does. film
1: looks. I mean, I, my only complaint is I want you to see Aquaman in it because I think Aquaman looks fucking amazing.
0: Yeah, I would have liked to have seen a snippet, but I suppose they can't.
1: They I, can't. I, I, they can't give really, too much away.
0: I, yeah.
1: I, I think him and Cyborg. I really think this is going to be a good film. They can't have more than literally a few minutes footage each. Mm. Like this has to be about Batman and versus Superman. Yeah. Uh, I, um, I think that's what, Sorry, go on. No, no. I was just going to say. I think if this if this has any potential to go wrong, it's because it's Batman versus Superman versus Wonder Woman versus Lex Luthor versus Joker versus Doomsday versus Aquaman versus Cyborg. <laughs> yeah.
0: Did I miss anyone? Uh, I think, like, no, I think that's, all
1: right. <laughs> there's no no casting for Green Lantern or anything yet, so they're not in it. But it's that's. I think it could. You know, it could do a Spider Man three. Mm,
0: it could. If it goes wrong,
1: that'll yeah. be where it goes.
0: I've got to say though, I've done like a, a total Stace one eighty on this because. The last teaser trailer that they, they put out where it was just like stock footage of Superman. Standing. Yeah, it was just like Superman wafting in the breeze and then Superman lifting up a car and then Batman with his lighter boys for no real reason just going, do you bleed? I was just like, yeah. well, this looks fucking morose and boring as balls. And then this trailer comes out and I'm like, well, that was 100% the wrong impression. <laughs> like, I've just done such a 180 on it. It looks hits, so now I can't wait. But yeah,
1: I agree That Look, being said
0: <laughs> That being going? said yeah. yeah I There is one movie That literally I You know how when people say They can't wait When they actually can Like I I don't th- Like February So far away I don't know how I'm gonna cope Not having a Deadpool movie Until February Especially after this trailer Because Holy ass honking Fuck Nuggets It looks good
1: you See, I'm I'm terri I'm waiting for this to go wrong. I'll be honest. I I like it's it's Fox, and it seems to be so on the money. Like every <laughs> note is right, and I'm like they've got to fuck it up some way. Nothing can be as it's has so much potential. It's like oh, you know those Deadpool comics, like the good ones, not before it got all fucking Loki-fied, as I like to call it. Like Deadpool in his prime, when he was still quite a bad man and used to keep blind people locked up in cupboards, and. <laughs> murder innocent people because they were in the way and then make a stupid joke and then it's like everything in a minute they sort of did it and they did it so well and I'm just like it seems too good to be true like that's the cynic in me but then he'll say something about Jimmy Changers and it's all
0: <laughs> I it think so okay I think the yeah. fact that Ryan Reynolds is such a, a Deadpool fan himself really helps because I imagine that if anything was going to go in it that was going to be really undeadpool he would have been like backup man. Because I know he wasn't happy with the the Deadpool in no, he Green wasn't, Origins. No, was, was it? That,
1: that wasn't him, though. You have to remember that all the yeah. Baraka crap was Scott Adkins, mm. someone else playing him to do the fight. He did the opening scene, you know, the, the when he was Deadpool at the start. The
0: awesome bit with the swords and the. Yeah. Oh,
1: and the, sick. you know, testosterone and the elevator. And yeah. Brilliant. If. <sighs> um, you should watch the panel. Watch, it's only about eight minutes long. And he, he talks about, he's like, it's the first time I've got to wear a superhero costume. Cause you know, that, that, that green piece of shit, that does not count. And I wasn't in that. And he, he owns up to that. And he's like, it was in my contract that at no point would Deadpool ever have his mouth sewn shut. <laughs>
0: So. Yeah that was a ridiculous move in origins. I just this trailer was just like cuz the thing that I've looked about all the announcements so far for Deadpool is that literally everything has been stuff that I could agree with or get behind. Like when they announced that TJ Miller was going to be in it even before they announced who he was, I turned around to Rich and was like he would make a it's fucking brilliant, brilliant weasel. Yeah. Like such a brilliant weasel. And then uh, and the two
1: of them on just oh. on stage as well. You can just see they play off each other. They both I, I
0: absolutely love TJ Miller. Do you watch Silicon Valley?
1: No, I don't. Everyone says I should. It's HBO One, isn't it?
0: It is, so yeah. Yeah, it's um, it is wonderful. He plays like an actual cunt. I love him. He's <laughs> he's just so brilliant and just oh, just everything about that trailer was, I've watched it like twelve times, and that's not an exaggeration. Uh,
1: Colossus looks mint as well. Oh Colossus my gosh. Like, He's not like a big guy. He's like a fucking eight foot tall metal mutant.
0: Cock gobbler. Yeah. He yeah, just... Yeah, <laughs> Oh, God. Like, everything about that trailer, I'm so on board. I do not care. And like I say, even before this trailer came out, like, the picture that he released of him doing the Burt Reynolds in front of the fireplace and stuff was just like... <sighs> and
1: have, you, have you seen Going to Comic-Con one as well, with him in the sombrero with Jimmy Chimichangas?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> like,
1: a post... I can't remember what it oh. says, so I don't quote. But it's him, and it's like, we'll give Chimichangas for Comic-Con. And it's it's dressed like a Mexican. I don't know. And it's it's why I, I was in the suit doing it as well because you know, that man is living the dream. He's did you like, see that
0: really... <laughs> did you see that amazing video he did with Mario Lopez when they announced that it was yeah, VR yeah. rated, I was crying,
1: properly crying. My mate um Aiden I think you know Aiden. He okay. uh, he was I was just I was on the phone to him actually about this before I did all this. And he says if you listen carefully when Deadpool's all like, you know, suiting up when he's putting on one of his pouches, he's just a fucking lie-filled. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, I, I did notice that. I thought it was brilliant. I love the fact that like, this trailer was like, I said to Rich, this film needs to be careful about putting in too many jokes and too many fourth wall breaks. But like the trailer just had just enough for me to go, ah, that's Deadpool, without yeah. it being Keep like, oh, God. <laughs> Just, I am so fucking sold. I want it this instant, and also, if I don't get to go to the premiere, I'm going to be really cross. I don't know how I'm going to get invited, but I really want to go. <laughs> just because, and not because I want to schmooze with famous people, although that would be quite nice. I'm pretty shit at it. I just want to see the movie like as instantly as I can, like as soon as it's here. I need it in my life, and I, apparently, we get it before the US. So you should
1: send, send a. Ryan Reynolds Get him to listen to this I mean I, I watch <laughs> Waiting So he at least owes me Something for that
0: He Does not Probably pay any attention To people on t- I would imagine He gets inundated With nonsense On Twitter And emails tell And him, stuff
1: Tell him you're like You're like dying Or something And you might not Make it century.
0: January <laughs> Uh Hmm 30's as
1: good as death That you know, but...
0: seems wrong Somehow
1: <laughs> But It's something Deadpool
0: would approve This is true so, I'm just Double <laughs> edged yeah, I just, literally, if there's anyone out there who even knows slightly how I could weasel my way in there, just, you know, send me a little email or something because I need my Deadpool, like, oh ah, oh. something just made a really loud noise in my house, that's distressing to me, oh well. I
1: thought that was just you, like, groaning so much you broke something.
0: <laughs> just the entire bed just fell apart because I was getting so overexcited. Now, I could talk about this all day, and it was such a short trailer, but, ah, oh, oh. So girl mm. anyway i made my mom watch it while we were out, actually out at, um my cousin's 18th birthday dinner i was like mom mom look at this trailer she was like stace stace it's, it's daniel's birthday we should probably like you know sing happy birthday and then watch like, shh, 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 she's gonna tell a funny joke just 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 <laughs> shut the fuck up just, uh, yeah so yeah 100 percent sold cannot wait for that
1: yeah. um i have to say highlight of my Comic Con was just, it was the bit between the, I think it was between the Deadpool panel and the X-Men panel when they were just doing a big talk with Hugh Jackman and he announced that what I've been holding in the whole of the Wolverine, because I'm a Wolverine fanboy, no one else cares about him anymore, but I still do. do. And Wolverine 3 is apparently, according to Jackman himself, going to be Old Man Logan.
0: Oh, wicked.
1: Which is, which is the, my favouritest comic. It's, it's, it's Marvel. answer to Dark Knight Returns, but much more grim and violent. And if you haven't read it, you should read it. Have you read it? You should read it.
0: I feel like I have, but I don't remember it right now, which is terrible. Why well, then? We it's, when, we it's in the movie. future.
1: When I mean, the supervillains have killed everyone, hmm. um, Mark Miller wrote it. Steve McNiven drew it. No, Sorry, i feel look like not me, me and Aiden's dad, Mark Miller, I should really say. Um, <laughs> after, that was a, that was a very weird day.
0: Oh yeah, that was that was. Birmingham Comics Festival day, wasn't it? When you yeah so yeah you was doing was a signing it was... at Forbidden Planet, wasn't it? The same day.
1: He was doing a signing, and somehow Dave, the guy we know from nostalgia, got us to sit down and have drinks with him. And we was there for hours. And it was just a very surreal day. Oh, can I can um, imagine. Because it was Kingsman hadn't been out long and all that. And, um, and then we sat there because we got the late and he, just as he was leaving, it then he's like, Ah, I shouldn't do an impression of him because if he does listen to this, I'm just like, I don't do, do shit.
0: Don't worry, but I've got like ten but, um, listeners. It's fine.
1: <laughs> no, it's i right. I'll I'll tag him in this though. Cause speaks to me on Twitter occasionally. <laughs> he was there and he's like, I'll get you a drink because uh, you missed the first round. I won't do a Scottish accent. It'd be it like,
0: Oh, I love trying he's... to do a Scottish accent. Do you want to hear my Gerard Butler doing an advert for a uh, moisturizer? Did you ever see those L'Oreal adverts? <laughs> it's like, look at my skin. It's so tired. That's what it was like. Anyway, <laughs> carry on. Get
1: in my belly.
0: <laughs> um, yeah.
1: He's like, oh, I didn't get you a drink. George, uh, just get a quick round in before you go. And Aiden, very polite, on, on his phone, he's like, no, no, honestly, it's fine, thanks. It was nice enough just to meet I was like, no, 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 no. Kingsman's done good. He could afford it. We'll have a beer each, Mark. He can afford it. And he did good as God. He bought us both a drink. What a lovely man. Yeah. Um, and anyway, he wrote this comic, and it's the best comic I've ever written. It's All Man Logan, and it's what the next Wolverine film's going to be. And it's got me super pumped. And I hate it because I hate that I'm liking Fox films because the better that Fox films do, the less chance we'll ever see them in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And that makes me sad.
0: Mm, yeah, a bit of a double-edged sword there, isn't it?
1: Yeah, you feel know, like, like Deadpool is going to be fucking awesome. It's going to revitalise all the Fox movies and that means he can never hang around with Spider-Man and that makes me sad.
0: Have you heard, though, that he will be hanging around with Spider-Man in an ongoing comic by Joe Kelly I've and thought, Ed McGuinness? though?
1: I have because Ed Guinness i oh, Deadpool again. Cannot
0: believe this. I'm so fucking excited because I love Joe Kelly on Deadpool as well. In fact, they were on it
1: together when like, when, yeah. when McGuinness first started, weren't
0: they? Yeah, After yeah. Church. What's that? Yeah, I can't, I, honestly, you, I
1: just can't. I can't
0: remember. But I just yeah cannot wait for that. That's going to be fucking tits. I've,
1: <laughs> it is. Yeah, and I hate because like i will be honest. Like I've been on and off with Deadpool for the last few years because
0: the, uh, the same thing. Sorry, go on. I was just about to just interrupt.
1: To, I'm just going to alienate a load of people and just say, like, I hate the, the sort of the fangirl gathering. At the first, they sort of took low key and I was like, no, oh, it's so misunderstood. And, and then they kind of gathered on, like, it's the, it's the Harley Quinn Deadpool fan, fanboy and fangirl club. And they just got him sort of kiddified to this point where his comics weren't even his comics anymore.
0: Yeah. yeah. I am um, the, the, <sighs> The newest because I love Daniel Way's run. I thought his run was was really good. Um the one that started after that with that was it Duggan and Persane? Started off yeah. all right. Um yes, but the then the first
1: it, six when it was the Walking Dead, uh, Tony Moore and it were ace.
0: Yeah, they were with really all the good, good all the Yeah, the presidents. But then it seemed like it just lost all the funny or a lot of the funny. And it lost quite a lot of the crazy. And then there was a lot more serious stuff, and I was like, "Well, this is what I've come to fun. Deadpool for." Like the arc with his kid and that really depressing, like mutancy clone See, I was situation.
1: Say, I I really liked that. Just that it was only really three issues or something, wasn't it? It was um uh in Korea with the Korean knockoff X Men that were all yeah. and shit, and it was uh what's his name? Uh, that drew it. Uh, oh. De- Declan Shavelle drew it. it Which it was really nice. Um. I really liked it though because I was like, "This is really dark." And that moment where he's like, "He's got to go mad," and he just goes completely serious and just coldly kills everyone. I just thought it was such a nice change of tone from the because uh, it was the black run before. Oh that. yeah. I was like, oh no! I just I think I think good Deadpool is very hard to write. Yeah. Um, it's very hard balance to find. There was I agree. um, like, did you ever read uh, Merc with the Mouth? The it was a twelve issue run, I think it is. Yes, so, When is. he had Headpool with him and, uh, <laughs> I there's love that whole, I quite like the prequels. And he shoots the guy in the face like, like Charger Biggs is an abomination. Say it. Say, Charger Biggs is an abomination. And I was like, that's brilliant.
0: Yep. Yeah, that I was... did enjoy that. Yeah, I feel like Deadpool hasn't really been Deadpool for the past, like, couple of years, which is a bit sad. Uh, because I kind of love He's
1: not a To be honest with well, you, he, Because, you know.
0: He technically isn't. He boxed over him. Yeah, but isn't he in
1: The Secret Wars in 19. 19- 84
0: at the now I haven't read A lot of the Secret Wars stuff Because I don't get it um, Mostly because I didn't read Secret Secret Wars the first time around So I don't really know What the fuck's happening It's like <laughs> You know when you've got All your
1: action figures As a kid and, you're the Excuse same me. Box. Mm-hmm. You. and you throw them all In the same box And you just fight them amongst themselves And you've got like Three different Wolverines But you just want to play With them all anyway Yeah that, That's what Secret Wars is Like two Earths Simultaneously collided well, uh, it's an event that was building up, and it's created a fractured, one fractured world that's made up of all the different realities, and see, they've each got their own bit of land.
0: This is the thing that I didn't understand because I was under the impression that only two worlds survived, as and the ultimate's swan, whatever number. Well, Although
1: they, they were the last two to collide, and they collided, and it ended. But Doom, we think uh, it's not been revealed what he's done yet. But I think my guess is he's made a deal with the Beyonder. This is real Doom, by the way, not fucking. Swamp Thing, Iron Baby, Doom, or whatever fuck that is. Uh, Doom's made a deal with London. Basically, he's become God and has just torn bits of these realities to make one world. So it just meant that they got to pick all the cool characters from all the different, like, you know, Old Man Logan and Age of Apocalypse. And there's even a Spider-Man where he didn't do the Mephisto deal.
0: Oh, good Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, and it's so, it's, it's, it's just, it's heartwarming. It's Spider-Man and MJ and their kid. And he's still Spider-Man. And,
0: oh, is that the um, something about Vows? Mm, I forget what it's yes. called. Yeah, I read a one of that. It. Yeah, I enjoyed that. It was good. Yeah,
1: I enjoyed it. And it was really pretty too. It was my favourite Kubert Adam, i drawing it. Nice. Um, but yeah, that, so I think in that though, Deadpool is now in, because something got messed up, it's Deadpool's super secret, Secret War. And he's in, I'm not reading it, but he's in the 1980s Secret War, the original one, because he's been displaced in time.
0: Ah, fair enough. That makes sense, question mark. I don't know. I assume it's all going somewhere good, and I'll enjoy it yeah. eventually. <laughs> it's just at the moment, it's just, I don't really ca- – I had the same problem with this as I did with Convergence, which is that the universes that are the ones that I haven't been reading, I don't care about enough to want to yep. wanna read individual titles. Like, you know, with Convergence, there were issues where it was like, ooh, this universe versus this universe. And I'm like, I straight up do not care which one wins because they're not my – Characters. that make yeah.
1: sense? Well, the, 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 the good thing about Secret Wars has been you can literally just read just the Secret Wars main title. Mm. It'll make sense. But I'll be honest with you, I've been enjoying the Splinter ones because I'll again, and I don't know if you mentioned this, but I might be a bit obsessed. All man Logan in comic form is like Mad Max in movie form. You know? <laughs> this shit. Uh, Age of Apocalypse from the 90s has come back. And I loved that man. That when I was a kid, that was like the tits. And to be honest with you, a lot of the X titles are good because it's for the first seven years. All the X-Men are in the same book for once.
0: <laughs> and they're not having a little scrap amongst the, each other.
1: No, it's it's so not. There's, there's In fact, there's one come out. It's X-Men 92. And it's, the, uh, it's, it's set in the 1992 X-Men TV series universe.
0: Oh, wicked. I it's love that show.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. Had the best theme tune ever, too, as well.
0: It really did. While we're talking about comics, uh, there was a couple I wanted to mention because... Well, because they're good. <laughs> I was going to mention this last time, but then me and John Paul spoke far too much and I didn't end up talking about it. So I've now read issue two as well. Are you a fan of Douglas Adams at all?
1: Is that Hitchhiker's Guide guy?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I know of him. Because he did a series um, called Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency, which is another like set of books that I love because it's just got Douglas Adams – Is weird in a very unique but very specific way If that makes any sort of sense Like his humour is just entirely his own And his style is entirely his own So when they announced they were doing a comic adaptation of Dirt Gently I was like, yay, but ooh, what if though? Got a bit scared But I read issue one, must have been last month If I was going to talk about it last time um, And I read issue two this afternoon and, And oh, it's so good it's, uh, it's been adapted by, well, it's not adapted really, because it's like new stories, but the, the character and stuff has been adapted by um, Chris Royal, who whose name I know, but I, I don't know where from, so I really should have looked it up. Uh, that's called Research, guys, and I didn't do any. <laughs> but um, it's it's you can tell that, that, that Royal's obviously very into Dirt Gently and Douglas Adams himself, because he obviously knows what he's talking about. Sorry about that. That's alright, I'll let you off I suppose Sounded like you were having like a miniature earthquake And I was like, oh god, this is where Joe dies And I have to listen to it
1: No, no, I'll die quietly if that's
0: okay Oh, thanks Yeah, it's really good
1: Sorry, I'm listening.
0: That's alright, I'll let you off It's really good, it's the The whole sort of central conceit of, of Dirk Gently is that he's a detective but not necessarily a sensible detective in the sense that he just believes in the fundamental interconnectedness of all things so he just basically wanders around looking at stuff and hopes it will all come together to either become a case or solve a case <laughs> like he doesn't actually really do any proper detective work he's very strange but it's it's a wonderful wonderful book the art is great it's kind of frantic which makes sense because the character's kind of frantic, um, and I got a lovely surprise when I was reading issue two because I'm quoted in the back of it with my name spelt wrong. What? I know. I don't really mind that my name's spelt wrong because I got so excited. I did a review of the first issue for the Geek Syndicate website, and they like oh, took, yeah. a, took a quote out and, and put it just in the back
1: them again now as well.
0: I know. They just love me. Um. Yes, yeah, so I was all very overexcited by that because I was like quite bored on my lunch break, just reading me comics. Like, oh, that was a good issue. Ah, there's me. And then I went and told the entire internet because I was so excited. Uh, and then my mom texted me and said, "Are you sure that's you? Because it's not spelled the same." And I was like, "Yes, mum. I am sure it's me. I said those words." Uh. <laughs> but yeah, it's um. If you like. Douglas Adams, don't be scared of the books like I was, because I, w- I was concerned that it was going to be weird and wrong and shit, but it's not. It's really good and funny and pretty. So, yeah, thumbs up for that.
1: This is going to be me, to be me putting you on the spot. So who is writing it then?
0: Uh, it, it's a dude called Chris Royal, but honestly I can't remember what I know his name from.
1: No, well, you remember his name, so you, you, you passed that.
0: Yeah, um, and the art was so by who, Tony what's... Adkins, but yeah, it's... um.
1: Who puts it out then? I'm assuming it's like uh, one of the sort of IDW. Sort it of is
0: indeed. It is indeed IDW. They um
1: See, even if I don't know the <laughs> context I know my stuff.
0: They seem to be um they seem to be doing think, quite a lot of it. like
1: they're doing Miami Voice at the minute, as well, aren't they?
0: Yeah, and they've got Gem and the Holograms and Turtles and Ghostbusters going on, and X Files maybe is that them? I yes, can't remember. Yes,
1: cause they, um, they did an X Files, Ghostbusters, Turtles, Transformers crossover at one point.
0: Yeah, it was bananas, wasn't it? I didn't appreciate that, you...
1: that much. Are you reading? Did you read Ghostbusters? I don't know if you. Um,
0: I did a bit. I, I stopped reading for a little while. You get the while? turtles crossover? I did. Yes. Yeah.
1: But the, it... the follow-up to that, I've really been enjoying because it's got the the real Ghostbusters from the cartoon series. Mm. Uh, the realities have crossed, so it's got all the Ghostbusters from the from the film comic universe that it's set in, and all the uh, and the original cartoon Ghostbusters that are drawn pretty much like the original animation.
0: Oh, like, it looks
1: like they've they've taken stills, and it, it's so impressive. It's it's it, to be honest with you, it's probably complete crap. But <laughs> I love Ghostbusters so much that I can't tell.
0: Hey, while um, we're on it, though, I don't know if we're going to get lynched now. But did you see the picture of the Lady Ghostbusters situation?
1: Have you Have you seen my opinion on the Lady Ghostbusters situation? I haven't. Have you I, seen I, mine? Uh, I'm hoping you're on the same side of the fence with me, or this is going to end very abruptly and violently. Um,
0: they look shit. <laughs>
1: It's an abomination. It's, it's um. It's but you know if you say you don't like it, you're a sexist, right? Stacey? Well,
0: this is you're the thing: is my husband it. has basically said no words about it on the internet because he also thinks it looks terrible, but he's scared that everybody's going oh, fucking misogynist. But no, I'm like, I'll, no, I've for
1: it. I unleash my fury.
0: Okay, um, here's here's one of the big problems I've got. Like the outfits, I didn't think you could get a jumpsuit wrong, but for some reason you've put stripes specifically to highlight the tits as if to throw it in my face that I these t- are women. Like,
1: it looks to me looks like to the a design- bunch... What's Oh. I, when I saw Melissa McCarthy, I'd be like, who is this morbidly obese bin man that has been run over by the guy that does the traffic markings in the street? Like... <laughs> what the fuck are they it doing to... It looks... I, everyone's like, oh, no, it's not the same thing And that, but, like, it's sacrilegious. It's like... It's, it's, I tried to explain this to someone who doesn't read comics and they only like football and normal things. I'm like, it's like making a film about the, um, the 1990, 1966 World Cup. If the, uh, British team were played by German hockey playing females, it's just <laughs> everything about it is going to wrong. Yeah. I've got nothing against female Ghostbusters. There's been really? at least, at least three already. So not, depends if you count that kid in the, four, if you count the kid from the animated series that was Lewis Tully's. Good mate um, But you know there's, there's been a lot And I've not got a problem With any of them I just have a problem With the Bridesmaids Ghostbusters
0: This is the thing I don't like The guy from Who's behind it Whose name I've forgotten Oh
1: uh, poor... got
0: Feig Feig fight. The,
1: the same surname as the guy that's created the Marvel Cinematic Universe
0: yeah he um, I hate Bridesmaids I think it's one of the worst films ever made and I d- it's one of those films that you know here sometimes you see a film and you don't like it but you can see what other people are seen it Yeah, I cannot see what people see in Bridesmaids literally nothing about it made me laugh Melissa McCarthy's joke of being hey, I'm a woman but I'm also kind of manly and hey watch me shit in a sink and when I'm yeah. fat fucking pissed me off the entire shit in time Chris O'Day just just couldn't even save it with his delightful little ginger face so i was getting really cross with that movie so i don't like the fact that he's behind it is already upsetting to me i think Kristen weig and um melissa mccarthy are almost the opposite of funny the I other like- two i do not know at all so i can't really pick on him but i think the costumes are a terrible idea those stripes like are you just you're just trying to highlight the tits there to, to to remind me that these are in fact women which i didn't need a reminder of because i can see that from the fact mm. that they're women and uh, and i don't like the fact that it seems like they went out to make a ghostbusters a lady ghostbusters movie rather than we're making a new ghostbusters oh hey a couple of women would be a good idea or oh hey these are the people we thought would be you know the best fit for the job like it's no when they've it was- gone out looking for vaginas
1: when it was first kicking around, there was lots of different rumors, but the general consensus was Ivan Reitman was attached to produce and possibly direct. The Russo brothers wanted to direct one—you know, the Captain America Russo brothers, mm-hmm. who could do no wrong in my eyes. They wanted to—they still kind of want to, from what I've heard, because they have another. They've got a um, cop lunch with a Sony about making a film, and they wanted to do this, but the live oh, 5 is already doing. You can't do it. Channing Tatum was attached to it because of his jump street and all that. Mm-hmm. And he wanted Chris Pratt to be the other lead. He also, there was also rumours of Anna Kendrick, uh, Tina Fey as one of the co-writers and star, Amy Poehler to potentially star. Like, these are all brilliant names.
0: Yeah, any I could get behind people,
1: any of those. I, I'd like an all-female ghostbusters. I haven't got a problem with, but my all-female ghostbusters would be Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, Aubrey Plaza, and... Chelsea uh,
0: Peretti, go on.
1: But any of the, even Rebel Wilson, I like Rebel Wilson. If you want to get a funny fat girl, get Rebel Wilson. Don't get fucking Melissa McCarthy.
0: Mindy Kaling, I'd accept. I think she'd be yeah, right. She'd be pretty funny. Just... Yeah, it's just you've just picked like for me two women I don't know and two I actively dislike with a mm. a guy behind it who I dislike with films under their belts that I really dislike. Like, like I'm just so not sold. I'm really sad about it as well because I really wanted to be excited because I was like ah. Lady Ghostbusters. Like, this is going to be... Uh-huh. There's going to be Ghostbusters that I can fucking dress as that I don't have to explain to people. I'm a Lady Ghostbuster. I'm not trying to dress like Egon. like uh-huh. <laughs> Even though I definitely would choose to dress like Egon if I was going to gender-bent.
1: Anyone has to look on any of my social media feeds, they will see nothing but my opinions on this film. And... The repercussions of my opinions on this film, because I'm fairly misogynistic for just <laughs> ruining this. I'm just, I just, everything about it is the wrong approach. There's no, when they announced the, uh, the new proton gun, no, sorry, not proton gun, it's not protons anyways, it? it's a plasma caster now. Oh. Like, even the science on it was wrong, because Paul Phage, Paul Phage released a little, uh, like, um, a, uh, a, a diagram that explains what all the bits do. It looks like one of those little fucking camping stoves as well. But he explained all the stuff that does it, and, even the science on it didn't add up. I wrote a big thing ranting about like the science doesn't make sense. Like why have you got a cryogenic pack? If you've got a, a, a hydrogen ionizer, because if you introduce a freezing to hydrogen, then it won't ionize. So you can't make, it. there's a whole science rant. The science doesn't work. The point of Ghost one, it was all about hard, heart. Dan Aykroyd sat down and he like every, he could explain to you what everything on the top of the Ecto one or the crazy shit does. It all had a purpose for hunting and finding ghosts. It what it didn't actually work because obviously you can't have like you know uranium and stuff on top of a vehicle. But the science was all there and the heart was there and it was just the right thing at the right time. This is why Zemeckis won't let them remake Back to the Future, and he's right.
0: Yeah, it, well, it doesn't need remaking, does it? It's kind of fine. You know, it's pretty perfect and, on its own.
1: <laughs> and the Ecto One, my God, it looks like some sort of. Cheap-ass Korean Comic-Con. We couldn't afford the <laughs> right cars. Here's what you've got.
0: I haven't seen it. Oh.
1: It looks like a hearse. It's got, like, this red... It's just... Just... Oh, God. <laughs>
0: I'm, I just, I'm trying really... This is really... making
1: Fantastic Four look good. <laughs> I'm trying really,
0: really hard to, like, to, like, remain open-minded until I see some footage because, you know, like, Batman versus Superman sounded like it was going to be terrible and then I saw that trailer and I was like, holy tits, it looks awesome. So I'm trying really hard to like remain open-minded. Maybe it will surprise me. But just like everything they've released about it so far is just the opposite of anything I would want. <laughs> it's just,
1: it, it, the whole thing reminds me of a, of a quote by Janos from Ghostbusters 2. When he looks over to the woman who's patting up the Manet or the Monet or whatever it is, and he just stops and he's like, everything you are doing is bad. I just want you to know this. <laughs> that, that's my opinions on this film. There's, there's no redeeming like I mean, we got a turtles reboot last year. It was last yeah. year, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And for all its like, it, 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 it at least it had some redeeming features to it.
0: I was going to say the plot made no sense, but overall, it had the turtles' heart. Like the
1: turtles were brilliant. Yeah, the, like the, the film was a piece of crap, but the turtles and anything involving the turtles in the film was brilliant, and that saved the movie for me because I just watched the Ninja Turtles and the Ninja Turtles movie, and they were Ninja Turtles. There's no Ghostbusters in this Ghostbusters movie. It's yeah. just, and I'm, I'm just the Chris, Chris Hemsworth as Janine Melnitz as well. Jesus Christ.
0: Do you think he'll have an accent? I'm scared. I,
1: I, I just, I don't, uh, I just, like, that's not Thor, man. What are you doing, Thor? Can shit together?
0: <laughs> Should we talk about something else and get your heart rate right Yeah.
1: Yes, now, sorry. this <laughs> <laughs> is
0: Let's not, as I oh, say, let's no, not edit on a negative, like, you know, arsehole note. <laughs>
1: Do you normally have this much hatred in all of your uh, podcasts? Or?
0: Um, there is quite a lot sometimes actually, but it usually comes from me. So I feel quite, quite good now that some of my guests can. Yeah, know. no,
1: Ghostbusters, like I, I think a Ghostbusters reboot really done well would be a fantastic thing. Like the third game. Cause you know, I, I hold Ghostbusters closer to my heart than anything else. I have a Ghostbusters tattoo on my arm and I have Peter Venkman tattooed on my leg. So <laughs> I'm going to have to scrape some of my skin off. Next year, apparently.
0: Speaking of some tattoos, I really want to get a tattoo, guys. I'm frightened.
1: Just get one. I'm the, I'm, the ad, I'm a fond advocate of a Just because you should get one, you could get one, and you should get one.
0: <laughs> I'm so scared, though. Right. Like, I am the kind of person who has a cry at having a blood test, so I don't know if it's a good idea. Anyway, that's irrelevant. Is there anything else that you wanted to particularly mention before? Because I've got one last thing that I wanted to, to throw it there, but I'm aware that we've been rambling for a really long time.
1: No, I've taken over. I, I think I've taken over more than enough already.
0: <laughs> okay. I think I've
1: done enough damage.
0: <laughs> well, the, the final um. thing I wanted to mention, I will be brief about, because it was only an issue one and it did only come out this week. And so I don't want to spoil it. And also, not a lot really happened because it was issue one. Um, but th- my mind has been blown. Like it's like all of my dreams are coming true in terms of stuff that I loved ages ago now becoming comics because I've got an awesome Turtle series, I've got an awesome gem series, I've got Dirk Gently and uh now Oni Press are doing an Invaders in comic and it's actually by Jonan Vasquez and it's just oh it's so perfect. It's so perfect. The art is by Aaron I think his name's Alexovich, but I don't I'm not good at pronunciation. But he, on. He was a concept artist on the cartoon, so it looks like exactly like the show did. It's gorgeous, and it's mental, and it's perfect, and I love it, and I can't... Uh, I'm so excited for more of it, and I need it in my quibby little hands. Anyway, are you a fan of Invaders in? You seem really nonplussed.
1: <laughs> I, I never... Honestly, I never got into it. My like right, James was mad about it, but I did used to read uh, Lador's and Johnny the Homicidal Maniac, oh, and all the other weird indie titles that tied into it. I just never really got into Invaders in. Um, mm.
0: I think I got into Invaders so, well, in I'm because of Johnny, because I Johnny the Homicidal Maniac is one of the first comics I was ever given. <laughs> I was just like, "What is this insanity?" I love yeah,
1: it. it's just a lovely little weird. It's what Tim Burton it, hopes he could be. <laughs> I always, when I look at it, I'm like, "This stuff is funny and it's dark, but it doesn't seem to offend me at all." Cause I, there's one issue of, I think it was Lenore when she, have you ever read Lenore?
0: I've read some, but it's not much.
1: There was one and she goes into a, a kid comes out of a toy shop and he's got, you know, got those, those squeezy toys and you squeeze them and their eyeballs pop out and they go back in when you let them go. Yeah. In like a little robbery toy. And he's got one of them. She's like, where'd you get it? And he just points over there and she walks in. She goes into the wrong shop. She goes into a pet shop instead <sighs> and she grabs a hamster and she squeezes it till its eyeballs pop out and it's just dead and she picks up another one. And she does, she does like, the whole box, the whole, like, thing of these little hamsters. He's like, you're right. She goes, yeah, all your toys are broken and leaves. And I was like, this is brilliant. That was the first one I ever read. It's stuck in my head ever since. Love it. So, I, I've never got behind invading right Zim. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying I've got no, uh, no experience, but my mate James Hopton is madly in love with it and he always has.
0: I he's... just, I don't think you can get anything better in this world than Gurr, the little robot that's, uh, like Zim's little buddy, but he's just, like completely off his rocker. Um, I think one of my favourite parts of, of an episode is a really throwaway line where they go walking around the city to test his new like GPS situation that Zim's installed. And then he's like, why haven't we found our way home yet? And uh, and he's like, I don't know. I just don't know, if I, don't know if I can. He's like, well, what about that new GPS I saw? And he's like, oh, I took it out. And Zim goes why And he goes To make room for all the tuna And then just pulls the tuna sandwich <laughs> Out of his head And I was just <laughs> Like I was like Of course To make room for the tuna Of course And I was just Absolutely crying laughing I love Invader Zim And the fact that it's back In any kind of form With Jonan Vasquez Jonan Jonan is the H Does it think, make it a this soft is why, J That's why
1: I've not attempted To say his name at all This is why even... But yes yeah. He's um,
0: It's lovely Yes I am
1: nice. Yeah. I do like a few. I, I'm going to class it as an indie comic because there's a few indie comics that I always like. Stay very loyal to. I've always loved Invincible since the start.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I can't class Walking Dead as an indie comic anymore because it's yeah, you know, a fucking global phenomenon now. <laughs> but um, anything Eric Powell does is amazing. He did uh, he does Goon, mm-hmm. and he does he did a thing recently called Big Man Plans, which is about a midget getting revenge. And he was such a nice guy that I did a I did a uh, a quick sketch of the main character from this uh, Big Man Plans. You, uh, they put it in the back of the second issue in the uh, letters page.
0: Aww. So
1: I'm, I'm uh, that check from, us uh,
0: both out. Published peeps, we're so good. Did they spell your name right? <laughs> uh,
1: they did, but they didn't put my name, my last name, in at all. So you know, you've got <laughs> to balance this stuff off.
0: Just for a random um, Joe, like that name's not massively popular yeah. in the world.
1: <laughs> Joe probably, literally. Um <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I liked like the other ones. What's the other one I read? Southern Bastards by Jason Aaron.
0: Oh, and I really like that.
1: You're reading Southern Bastards? Yes. Yeah. Just got picked plus TV series by FX. Ooh. Which means it's Big Ron's gotta play, Earl oh, Tubb hasn't
0: he? It's I hope so. Like, oh. it's
1: like he's FX. He's gonna be he's gonna be
0: in the Nick cartoon, the Nick Turtles cartoon, by the way. He's
1: a bounty hunting shark, isn't he?
0: It, I just it, pff, mind blown, mind blown. Next series oh, is going to have is? fucking fugitoid in it as well. Fucking David Tennant as fugitoid. Oh, my brain. Oh no, I just can't. That's
1: really good casting. I didn't even know. I knew fugitoid was coming, and I knew that Palm was playing a shark, bounty hunter cyborg thing.
0: They're going to have triceratons and everything. I'm, I'm gonna plots. I can't even cope.
1: It's, uh, I, yeah, I really am. I'm really impressed with everything they're doing with it. It's. So good. Um, do you reckon we'll get used to like a or Panda Khan or any of the other
0: oh, samurai types? They've just um, they've just brought in some of the mute animals in the comic. Um, are you up to date with the IDW stuff or are you not? I'm not. I don't really read.
1: Really, don't really I, read really it, really do
0: you no. I, I was going to say because I, I remember. In. I remember you. I'm
1: a total snob. I dip in and out because I I, I, I I jumped in and bought the uh, uh, the Leo becomes a shredder run.
0: Yeah, oh that you know, was weird.
1: Dark Apprentice. Yeah. You know Leo fan, and uh, I, I, I read the yeah dartello infamous. Uh, yeah. I'm still the I'm
0: still not episodes. over that. I'm still not over it. No, they've just they've just brought in the mute animals and like Ray Philae is in it and stuff. <laughs> it's so wonderful.
1: Really?
0: Yeah.
1: Is he to be coming to the series? Isn't he? Oh god, I hope
0: so. The big so. stingray dude. I hope so. I love Ray Philae. Yeah. Oh,
1: so good. Um, but, yeah, very impressed with the Nick series at the minute. The last one I watched was the, uh... The, the last one was the one with uh, Karai back again, right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: My troll grubs with the whole, oh, rookie, thatch-satch, Leonardo healing himself thing. Yeah. That was cool. And Beagle Shreddery was cool as well.
0: That was cool. I, I very much enjoyed that. I am... Um, oh, I'm just so excited for all the Nickelodeon stuff because it's just been so good. And Seth Green's actually growing on me now.
1: Yeah, I... Yeah, like... Uh, I, I like how they covered themselves with the in his throat here. And, um,
0: it, uh, I found it really jarring at first, and that kind of annoyed me because I felt like they were highlighting it. And I was like, how on earth would anything ever get hit so that it would change your voice but not, like, ruin it completely or take it away from you? And then I was like, Stace, you're thinking about a program where a man is made wow. of garbage. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. Look, man. Oh. I love Muckman. I love Muckman. Anyway. was,
1: yeah. This yeah.
0: could go on for a while if we start talking about the turtles. And this isn't podcast in a half shell, so uh <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I need to go to bed soon as well, so let's just let's just shut up, shall we?
1: Yeah, I'll I did not think I've rambled on for this long, I'll
0: be honest. Do you wanna plug your Twitters and where people can get your <clears throat> oh, I, sorry, should, I'm I, like, I should yeah? have
1: I should have written all this down somewhere. I have. Um yeah. Your twat um what have I got? Uh, if anyone wants to get in touch with me, if you want to see all of my stuff, uh, Facebook is the easiest place to find my things. Uh, if you go, just search for Joe Ward artist or Joe Ward freelance artist. I've got my page which covers the figures and the drawings and everything I do. I also have my own figure page on Facebook, which is search for Captain Snick's custom action figures. And I'm Captain Snick on everything on Instagram, on Twitter on just if you just search for Captain Snicked anywhere you'll find me it's Captain as in America and Snicked as in the w- noise Wolverine's claws make I, I love the word
0: much, Snicked it. Isn't I, um, it great? I got really overexcited when I went to the um, Birmingham Comics Festival because there was some ladies there what make pretty awesome um nerdy jewellery and they were called Snicked and Banff I was like awesome. yeah two of my favorite comic sound effects anyway if you want to get in touch with me you can drop me an email at stacysparlour at gmail.com or there's a Facebook group for Stacey's Pop Culture Parlor, which I actually realized the other day I'd been encouraging people to post in, but I had the settings so that you can't post unless you're me. (laughs) So I've changed it now. So post post to your heart's content. Or you can find me as StaceBobT on Twitter or Instagram. You can buy a shirt that's got my face on it at spcp.spreadshirt.co.uk. And also there's a couple of days left on the UK Podcasters Awards. You can vote for me in the TV and film category once a day throughout July at uh, ukpodcasters.com forward slash directory forward slash Stacey's dash pop dash culture dash parlour forward slash. <laughs> and then just press the big nominate button because I'd like an award. It'd be nice, wouldn't it?
1: Uh, I'll put that on my thing on one of my pages because I've got like nearly a thousand followers and they just do if I tell them.
0: Oh, thanks. Do that because um, I really would like we- an award. There's possibly going to be an announcement. It might actually happen after this episode gets aired though, so I'll maybe edit a little snippet in. But I also put myself up for one of, for a geeky award, which is like a, a thing what they do in America that's like indie awards for for geeks by geeks kind of thing in the podcast category obviously there's like thousands of categories and I think I'll find out on Friday Friday is going to be a really stressful day for me because I'm going to be trying not to throw up on Kevin Eastman and then waiting to find out whether or not I've been nominated for an Geek award a geeky award because if I do get nominated if I do get through to the final five I get Tickets to the award ceremony, which is in LA, and then I'll, I might have to plan a trip to LA, which I can't afford, but I'm going to want to go on. Yeah, so. but then you
1: can meet Ryan Reynolds and get your Deadpool premiere sorted.
0: I oh, imagine. If I met Ryan Reynolds, I would dry hump his leg right off.
1: <laughs> I don't but, think it
0: would be dry. Uh, good point, well made. Anyway. <laughs>
1: That's a lovely note to end things <laughs> on.
0: In it, though. Yeah. See you next month, Christmas.
1: Hey! That's slave, you protested to get in a fucking lookbook. Everything I scribbles like the anarchist lookbook. Look good, posing in the center for the book Black on black on black, with the ski mask, that is my crookbook. How you like my styling, bruh? Ain't nobody smiling, bruh. About to turn this motherfucker up like Riker's Island, bruh. Where my fathers and my cripples and my blooders and my brothers. When you niggas gonna unite and kill the police motherfuckers? Or take over a jail? Get them COPL. they The burning of that sofa, goddamn, I love the smell. Like it's a pillow torture, where the fuck the warden? And when you find them, we don't kill them, we just waterboard them We killing
0: them for freedom, cause they tortured us for boredom And even if some good was not, yeah. fuck it, the Lord yeah. assort them We,
1: we out of order, your honor, you out of order This whole court is unimportant, you fuckers are walking corpses I'm a flip-wig synonym, living within distortion I am bite into a cyanide muller before you wars win I'm a New Yorkie and I'm fucked with a jump I wear my Yankees so tilted, I actually walk with a hunch Look at Mikey, I think he Mikey, We are sinister sons. Hey, we the type of preacher with a, preach a, a grin and a clink. Come on, come on. wise man once said, We all did Fuck you. Just spit it disgusting young and hold your nuts while you.